Welcome back to the Nuts and Bolts Podcast. What's up, Clay? Jason? Just living the dream. What's up? I think I'm living somebody else's dream. Maybe. It's all right, though. But Matt Cybex here. Hey, hey. Maybe. We finally got the partner on a show. Hey, the ex-partner. Ex-partner. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll have to get it right. Oh, yeah, no. It was great. The other day, oh. Matt and me went to uh, Texas Roadhouse. We sent Bill a picture. It's a date night. <laughs> Didn't hear from him until like a couple days later. I still hadn't heard from him. <laughs> yeah. He was upset. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Somebody's jealous. We were giving him all kinds of crap the other day in that group chat. Oh, I'd be jealous boy. of Clay, too, man. I'm just saying. Dude, nice. <laughs> It got pretty rough there for a minute. Yeah, it did. Uh oh, we got a phone in. Oh yeah. Let's throw him on speakerphone. What's up, guys? Yo, Tim's here. Yeah, man. Well you're live. Oh man, all right, all right. Cool. <laughs> Put your ride in, man. Cold start, man. Okay, that's that's cool. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh we're not too formal. We just uh we just have a good time, so Right. Yeah. Cool. I hope you don't mind me while I'm puttering around my shop, man. We just had uh, this, you know, container drop, and of course, like I make one post, and all of a sudden, my my phone and my inbox just sounds like a goddamn slot machine, just ping, 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 <laughs> ping, 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 ping. I'm like, what have I done? <laughs> so we talked you into being on a podcast when the most anticipated shipment is probably in a little while for you has come in. So sorry, oh, man, and yeah. thank you for taking time out. <laughs> Hey, no worries. Well, and there's a cool thing about this container is like uh, you're getting a, sort of a live insight to it as I'm sifting through the piles. There's things I can tell you about. There's things I can't tell you about. Oh. And depending on what this post, I can probably tell you about some of that stuff too. So. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, it'll post uh, mid next week probably. Uh, man, Monday morning actually. Monday morning, yeah. Yep. So. All right, all right. I'll gauge that appropriately then. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I nice. like I like it when so, they come on with secrets. So what I'm hearing is is uh we might get a little sneak preview of some some stuff maybe. Yeah, well there's some stuff in here that you know that's been on the the market, you know, already we've been teasing it out there for the last year um that we're just waiting until the official release on, you know. I mean there uh, with these new releases people want them as fast as possible and then they complain that we rushed them out because maybe we didn't complete the manual or we didn't complete the recommendations or we didn't you know blah 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 blah. So it's you know, it's, it's a delicate balance of answering the call and then, like, responsibility to the, you know, greater good. So, you know, yeah, there's there's some good stuff in here. And there's some stuff that, uh, you know, from all size ranges. I mean, this container has the smallest extreme flight plane they make and also the biggest extreme flight <laughs> plane that they make on this one. So, oh. and a bunch of stuff in between. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a, there's a little teaser in there. Yeah. You know, you know. <laughs> yeah. <right>? Yeah. <laughs> show up it was crazy man so man yeah I, fo- I follow you pretty big on social media and stuff like that and uh you and your son man usually rocking stuff out pretty good you stay up on all that stuff travel to a bunch of events man where all have you been this year uh you know kind of all over the place i mean it's it's realistically you know we we travel for business you know as well as pleasure so you know when we go to a lot of these events it's again in the interest of pushing the hobby i mean 
we're six and a half years. We're coming up on seven years since we started our business. And, you know, before we'd go to trade shows, you know, as one of the importers, we kind of had like um, the obligation or the opportunity to showcase all the new stuff at like a Toledo show or an AMA show or a Ram show. Dude, those are all gone. Mm-hmm. So in the interest of like keeping the stoke, I guess, you know, we, we find ourselves going to like, you know, key national events. So of course, you know, in the last 45 days, let's see, I had Texas, we had Fall Mall, I had a Bakersfield for a jet event, I had something else I, I can't remember, but, you know, we also, you know, we did, uh, we did Seth, we did, uh, I went to Arizona a couple times, we did, uh, there was a SAD event, there, <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, if, if it's kind of happening, you know, I, I try to stick to my coast as much as possible, but, you know, I'll, I'll come across country, you know, hop on a plane and find Atlanta and help out with the extreme flight stuff, you know, for nice. a lot of their local events too. But yeah, wherever it makes sense, I, I'm kind of everywhere. Um, Timmy gets to travel with me a little bit now that they're in full-time school, it, you know, kind of rains on the fun that we had last year where, you know, he could be on a lot, laptop at a hot spot and, you know, we'd go all over. We did 50,000 miles in the fun bus and uh, last year, and, you know, he was there for most of it. So it was, it was a pretty awesome time. So, man, how's business been for you this year, man? I see a bunch of posts on, on builds and things like that. Dude, it's it's bananas. Uh, it, it's crazy. If two years ago you would have said the end of the world is coming, uh, but you're not going to have enough stuff to keep everybody busy, I would have been like, yeah, right, dude. You know, yeah. <laughs> we, we didn't know what was happening. I mean, I, I had just gotten back from, I think it was October, November, Time frame we finished, uh, we were at the Tucson shootout, or we were at Fall Nall, one of the two. I think I was coming back from Fall Nall, so it was mid-October. Uh, Chris and Ben from Extreme Flight, they were in China, so I was holding down the booth with Zach and Noel at the time. And, you know, I'd come home with, like, the worst sinus infection I've ever felt in my life. I was like, man, I feel like garbage. And I rode out my quote-unquote flu for two weeks, went to the hospital, and they're like, uh, suck it up, you know, cupcake. You're, 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 <laughs> it's, it's just a virus, dude. Just, just ride it out and you'll be fine. And all of a sudden, the, the world, you know, the bottom fell out of the, the world, and, and uh, we didn't know what we were going to do. Um, you know, in January of 2020, you know, our governor uh, here in Washington, who's trying to like outdone the California governor, was like, "How can we ruin everything at once?" And you know, they told us we couldn't go to work, and we're like, "Dude, we are a mom and pop business. We move, you know, two containers every 45 days. Like, we're moving some serious weight. Like, what are we gonna do if people can't leave their houses?" And so we were kind of like, "Okay, we'll get through this. We'll be fine." And all of a sudden, like this massive like tsunami of orders rolled in like people were just like you know what yolo <laughs> like they started getting you know the incentivized they started getting you know like looking at like hey if i want to be home i need projects and i'm sure it's the same stuff you've heard from other vendors and other people on there but uh we couldn't have predicted the kind of demand that you know we saw so you know just like everybody else the biggest struggle has been getting inventory and it's not for lack of trying i mean we in 2020, we doubled the amount of receipts as we had in 2019. 2021, I mean, we we almost doubled what we did in 2020 as far as for incoming. Uh, you know, there's there's you know logistics delays. There's you know a lot of things from you know who would have thought they would run out of containers. You know, I mean, there's little hiccups like that along the way. Right. Um, there's you know port congestion. There's all sorts of things that you know we're tr- we're trying to 
you know, cram enough inventory through that one little ripple isn't going to affect it. Now, if they, you know, the ocean dries up and boats can't ship, yeah, then we got big problems. But you know, we're still feeding the pipe pretty well. So, well, man, you do really good at keeping customers kind of caught up on what's going on and everything like that too. That's something that I, that I really see that you guys do that that I would definitely appreciate. You know. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. I mean, it's it's kind of like been my mantra is you know run the kind of business that I want to do business with. So you know we try to be as transparent as possible, and even with this whole container thing right now, I mean, vendors are getting just roasted alive for you know okay we we've done like a container you know shared container assessment or container offset fee. There's a couple different verbiages from the different manufacturers, but. Right. Um, you know, it went our cost of just importing. Doesn't matter what's in that forty foot high cube container. Uh, in April, it cost me six grand to bring one in. Now, it cost me twenty six grand. So all of a sudden, it's like that's got to wow. come from somewhere. And yeah. so we had Jeez. to just, you know, we had to just. Oh, dude, it's it's scary too because you know there was a price hike in like May or June at the factory level. I think China held hands because I got the same. Uh, like a profit and loss report from the factory that you know we we import specifically from three big factories and a couple other suppliers but it comes directly from overseas but uh, to have each one of them send me the same sort of report i'm like foul seems like china's fixing the game for this stuff because they're like oh we're you know our, our labor costs went up 25 percent our material costs is 17 percent you know boxes went up blah 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 and it showed the same line items you know, from five different suppliers, it was like, this is awful, you know, <laughs> what, a right. weird, what a weird coincidence. So, yeah, unionized. But, yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's one of those yeah. things that, that over, you know, all of it, you know, everybody's seeing that. You know, that's something we talk about at work, which I do advertising and vinyl and, and graphics sure. and things like that. But, I mean, our materials come from overseas, too, and all of that stuff. You know, it takes yep. it takes longer to get. You know, um, you may or may not be able to be, get a hold of what you need at the time. So if you can get it, yep. you buy four or five. You know, I mean, yep. that's, that's kind of thing across the board. And I'm one of those really OCD guys and I want things right now, you know, and I understand, you know, that what's going on right now, you got to be a little more laid back, you know, because yeah. it's not, a, not anything anybody can help. It's the situation that we're in and getting fired up doesn't help. Man, I've seen Tim nah, at a lot of events and people just hounding him nonstop. Just right. Hey, when's that order going to come out? When's this going to come out? And it's like, <laughs> dude, it's just like three of them. Right. Tim and his wife and the kids. You He's know? over there like, like boy, yeah. I wish I knew because I mean, you yeah, know as much yeah. as I do at this point. You know, right. dude, I always tell him I was like, man, the crystal ball's out of batteries this week. You know what I mean? As soon as I, as soon as you find out, let me know. That's it. I mean, really, yeah. I you know, like this container that showed up today, it had an original ETA of ten eight. So that meant that it shipped 30 days before that, which meant we paid for it 30 days before that, and we're just now being able to sell this stuff. So it ties up a lot of cash. You know, the cash flow cycle is just unforgiving as possible. We do some pre-orders, but obviously, we, you know, I, I, I hate to owe anybody anything, so we make sure that we don't oversell just in case, you know, a ship, you know, falls under the Bermuda Triangle or something like that. You know, the last thing I want to do is, you know, owe 100 people, you know, a bunch of airplanes, and now I'm out planes you know, customers, money, the whole thing. I mean, I've seen manufacturers go down that road. And, you know, I learned from a lot of the mistakes I've seen in the short time I've been in the industry, but also the stuff I did in the previous industry. So, yeah. yeah. That, that's something I'd like to kind of touch on, Tim. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, and, and you may not want to go down this road, but did you get your start working at uh, Valley View RC? 
Well, um, sort of. Uh, so my background, I actually come from uh, forecasting, planning, and management, uh, key account type stuff. Uh, I was actually in the footwear industry for a solid decade, uh, not the Al Bundy style type stuff. I think I <laughs> for about a year, you know, and so like I've been down that road. But uh, I was actually uh, I was a buyer planner manager for Nordstrom, uh, running like the top volume uh, shoe division and floor for the entire 99 stores at the time. And I got recruited out to be in wholesale. And I was shipped, like I was selling to Nordstrom uh, and Zappos and Amazon, and I specialized in the dot com. So you know, with that stuff, you know, we went from moving like 12 pairs of shoes at a time. All of a sudden, I had to like plan 12,000 pairs of shoes. Um, so. You know, I've been in the industry. I've done it for a decade or something like that. And it's just, it's the fashion industry. People got really fickle and funny about that. And if you pissed one person off or made a little bit more, you know, too much on your bonus or something like that, they were looking for every reason to blacklist you. And, you know, I, you know, long story short, I uh, decided to look other places. And while I was kind of just floating around, um, that's when I started, you know, getting into, well, I worked with uh, Tom and, uh, you know, Tammy and Linda and the guys there at Valley View. They're a great opportunity. It's, it's funny because I, was, I bought my first KMP, you know, 50cc edge or extra or something like that from them because it was local, it was cheap, and I was like, well, I'm going to stuff it anyway. And, and they were super cool in the beginning, and, and uh, at a certain point I stopped. You know, they called me and they said, what, what happened? You were buying props like every week. I was like, I got better, you know. And <laughs> I got <laughs> better. And, yeah, well, you know, and all of a sudden it's like that learning curve, you know, was steep. And on, uh, you know, I was in between jobs and I would reward myself. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do like five real job searches, you know, in the morning. So wife will get off my back and I'll go to the field and then I'll just practice, practice, practice. And all of a sudden, like, it just kind of just like clicked in the, the early super Tim days. So I helped at Valley View, like, you know, introducing a lot of the DLE stuff. DLE we used to be DL. Uh, and when they first came out, like the 35 RA, 55 RA, the 111 V2s, and, and even the 120s, if you go back into like Crying Giants and dig deep into like the you know the, the archives there, you'll see a lot of those original threads are mine because it was new stuff. And you know, there's such a stigma about like, oh, it's China crap, man. It's like, eh, it's good, you know. And so I worked with them for a little bit, and and. Uh, you know, as time went by, I saw an opportunity. I mean, they focused on engines and that stuff. And, and uh, I'd been buying Extreme Flight from Noel and, and Ben um, when they were, you know, operating out of Pennsylvania. And same sort of thing. Joe Smith was like, you know, slinging Bigfoots all over the world. I was like, yeah, I want to do that. So I had a Bigfoot and I had a big slick and I had a bunch of cool stuff. And I'd always been a fan. And, you know, I, I got approached with an opportunity when Extreme Flight did their merger almost seven years ago. And, you know, the rest is history. I'm still learning every day and making mistakes, but I, I love it, man. I mean, the best and worst job I've ever had. So. <laughs> yeah. now, speaking of that big slick, I, I think I saw an old picture. I don't know what kind of car it was, but I seen it was a, looks like a old 104 inch slick on the roof of the car headed to the field. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was the super Tim, uh, <laughs> edition super slick, dude. I had, uh, I had a Volkswagen Passat wagon. It was like a O3 Passat wagon. Yeah. And I had snowboard racks on the top because, you know, it's like at the time I was like part-time snowboard instructor and, you know, I was still going out riding with the buddies and everything and just starting to get a giant scale. But, you know, 
in the beginning, like, think about, like, when you first started getting real heavy into it. Like, you're like, I'm not going to bring one plane to the field. I'm going to bring all of them. And oh, that yeah. thing was loaded. Dude, it was loaded like a clown car. I think if you look closer at that picture, I'll have to send it to you or whatever. There's a 104 slick strapped to, like, the snowboard racks with, like, I think there's, like, Traxxas, like, like X-Max tires as a bumper to offset it so it didn't bust up my wheel pants. And then inside I had, like, a 92 Edge and then a Bigfoot and then a bunch of, like, like I think EFX racers were just starting to come out, like, tacking all the gaps and everything. There might have been 10 planes in that thing, but I was going to have a good weekend wherever I went. So. Yeah, that kind of reminds us of a local friend of ours here. Mm, yes, Shows it does. Up with 30 airplanes in a minivan. And a half a hobby shop. <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm trying to convince him how, you know, like bring two really good ones, not right. 30 right. half-assed ones. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Spend all they put all together so you can get like one flight each and then start breaking them down, man. That's, that's, that's exactly how he is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we give him a hard time about it always. But you're right. I mean, I did the same thing back whenever I got my first trailer. You know, I felt like I got to haul six, seven airplanes to the field, put them yep. all together, and then take them all back apart. Maybe not even fly them all. Yep, exactly. You know? yep. I yep. guess we all do it at some point, I yeah. guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of, you know, the, I, don't, I don't want to say the Ricky mistake, but that's like, you know, the, everybody's proud of what they have. You know, we work hard for our stuff. And of course, we want to take it all out there and look at it. You know what I mean? You don't get to set it all up in your living room, essentially. It's like you spread out the field and take a look at it. I mean, you know, these are own, man. That's awesome. So. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, so... uh one of the guys here, he's too. He don't want to be on the microphone, but we got Kerry Howard in here. I think you know Kerry Howard. <laughs> yeah, what's up, buddy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, one of the saboteurs. Um, <laughs> he asked. He says, "Oh, what did you think about that RV8?" And uh, man, we kind of think it might fly a little slower in that Bushmaster. I don't know, man. You got two of the <laughs> top sticks on the planet flying it, man. You put you put a big idiot like me behind there. I think it'll fly a little quicker, but it's pretty good. You're talking about that new Flex one, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. I love a big RV, man. I had that big 40% Grup model bell, which is a beautiful plane, and I wanted to do all the stuff that you know Seth and TK were doing with it, man, but it is not that plane even a little bit, dude. It was like... 40 pounds of furniture lumber and like it just the power to weight ratio wasn't there and, and uh, the one those guys were showing was like absolutely incredible dude I mean, you guys got to saw, see a little bit of it there in texas uh, at uh, soggy fall and all this this year or whatever uh no one was flying because dude it's like we had a great friday we had a great saturday and then again like the freaking like bottom fell out of it and it just rained for six days straight and i think one day like seth and kike were just like screw this dude so in the rain i think they're holding the transmitters like upside down so it doesn't funnel all the water in they flew those things for like a solid hour so i got to see them over and over and i was like i'm gonna have to buy one of those at retail which goes against every principle i have (laughs) (laughs) dude they look they look so bitching man i'm super stoked about it yeah yeah i i I actually i would like to see a uh rv8 up against the bushmaster just to kind of see them side by side i think that would have been the demo Honestly, yeah, we we worked. I kept every time they're up, I try to sneak out because you know I was there as well, and I was flying Hinson's Bushmaster out there and had that thing set up as well. And I had a I had a really cool tandem flight with uh, Ali uh, Machinsky, who was flying the X Cub from Horizon. We had one where you know he was trying to do a carrier landing on my wing with the wheels on his X Cub, and uh, I think TK saw that and he's like. Nope, nobody flies 
with the RVs <laughs> when oh, they're yeah. in the air. So, yeah, but we'll, I think we'll get our opportunities. So, yeah, speaking yeah. of nobody flying with Kike yeah. and the RV, Greg yeah. Kenya, thanks a lot. Yeah. Jeez, no joke, Good old man. Greg, man. No, dude, that was rough. I'm going to fire yeah. up a Stuka. It's going to yeah. be fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Kike later, he says, you know, I really would have liked to have done some more, but there's some guy out there with a warbird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the 3D line. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. If you know who that guy is, it's probably you. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's not me, no. No, no. no I know who he is, but it's not. We definitely know who that guy is. Oh, he's, uh, yeah. he's something else. That's for sure. Absolutely. He's fun to hang out with, but sometimes stuff goes wrong, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude! I saw that that whole that whole gear strut it jacked off on takeoff. Absolutely. I, like, <laughs> I grabbed Timmy. I grabbed a couple guys. I was like, "We've already seen this this plane fly. Let's see how this sucker lands." So <laughs> it was. But he did it well. Like, I was surprised. Was, I was waiting so, for carnage. Dude, so anticlimactic. I, it I had was. To give him a clap, <laughs> but I was looking for some sadness. But, oh, yeah. Oh, we, yeah, yeah. I'm with you, man. The, I'm the with video you. was rolling for that reason, yeah. right? And then he aces it. Yeah. Why does that happen? Yeah. 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 Congratulations. Yeah. No joke, <laughs> man. Thanks for ruining my day. So, I mean, I'm glad your plane's okay, but yeah. 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 Let's segue to something. I got a so out at Tucson. You and uh, Timmy, y'all uh, did a flight together, and uh, when you guys did your flight at Ice House, I was expecting you guys to do the the leapfrog or whatever you want to call that maneuver. That was. Probably yeah. the coolest thing I've ever seen at an event was you and Timmy doing that. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, we, we got onto the gun, and they gave us three and a half minutes, you know, to kind of break it up. So, you know, we kind of squeezed a little bit. And, of course, you know, we start vapor locking under pressure because, you know, we have about 20 minutes heads up that we've got three minutes to do something cool. We're like, uh, I guess we just do hovers and harriers. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it was cool. It was nice to have, you know – Big plane, little plane of the, you know, uh, we were flying the Skywing, uh, extra NG. So he was on the 104. I was on the 116. Uh, they're two different sizes, two different engines, two different props and pitches. So to try to match speeds and try to match, you know, airspace, it's, it's always a challenge, but I, I love flying with a kid, man. And I, and I know, you know, it's funny. I joke cause you know, he, uh, he, he's, he's kind of like you guys. All of a sudden he sprouted a mullet. And like with the mullet comes great responsibility. So the golden mullet, the golden mullet, you know, dude. He's thirteen. He's got thirteen year old girls running their fingers through his hair, and all of a sudden he forgets what to do with his thumbs. I'm like, God, no, come on, come to the field. He's like, mm, I got invited to hang out. I'm like, oh no, it's coming way too soon. Dude, I, I will say, uh, I found a new uh, level of confidence with uh, Timmy. You know, I'm, first time I met him was a little over two years ago at Joe Nall. And yeah. he was kind of a quiet, shy, you know, didn't really talk much. And I talked to him yeah. a little bit down at Ice House this year. And, and it's a newfound confidence, uh, it seems like, you know. And uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll be honest, I couldn't tell which one was flying which airplane. Uh, so oh, yeah. he's really, uh, he's come a long way in, in his flying too. So Oh, dude, he's closed the gap pretty, you know, pretty swiftly, dude. I mean, it doesn't help that he plays goddamn Fortnite and, yeah. <laughs> every night on Xbox and everything like that because teachers are afraid to give real homework to these kids because they're so fragile now they're like oh my god give you yeah. 10 minutes worth of work outside of school so 
he never has homework because he crushes it at school and everything like that. So when he's home, he's like, he's on his headset, you know, and it sounds like you're in an actual war when he's, you know, <laughs> playing, you right. know, everything with his buddies there. And yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, he loves his Call of Duty and he loves his Forza and he loves all that stuff. And I'm just like, I'm like, hey, let's do some sim time. He's like, mm, I guess. So he's that good without practicing. Dude, like, that, all of a sudden that's like just frustrates the hell out of me because I could. Literally play on the sim for six hours a night and not be as good as he is. Well, and what's crazy, right, is like, you know, what's, I mean, I'm not trying to like bust out the knee pads for all these dudes or anything like that, but the kids, the guys that I've taken him around to, like at these events, like, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll go fly with Jace and Santi and Kim and Stringer and Spencer and Bryant, all these, all these dudes that like, 99% of the people in the world will only ever watch on the internet. A smaller, you know, per percentage actually get to see them in person. This kid, meanwhile, is, like, shooting the shit and, like, learning through osmosis. And, like, he'll see something that always like, beep, 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 and then he executes it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. It's like, yeah, I guess I'll go fly with them. I mean, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I did, and, you know, he's just one of the guys, and he's kind of – Growing up around him, and you know the you know uh, Bryant and Spencer, and you know he just started hanging out a couple of years ago. Santi's, you know, he's extended family at this point, you know, and same with the Ace and, and, and the Ducias. And I, I just I love this group of guys, and it's just you know I love RC guys. You know what I mean? And it's like when he gets to mix and mingle with those guys, they really are some top notch dudes. You know, there's one butthole here and there, but you know for the most part, everybody kicks ass. So. Yeah. Man, that's a pretty eclectic hey man, bunch. You know, we gotta be quiet. Carrie's right here, you know. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. It rhymes with Schmary, so no. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's too shy. He won't get on the microphone. No trying to get him to, but <laughs> we're he's man, just, yeah, just we're looking at us. Over yeah, here. we're like four crown and cokes in, and this guy's still just—he's scared of it, man. Oh, man. Which, nice. which it's all right, Carrie. It's it's totally fine, man. We don't fault you. Yeah. We we love you just right. the way you are. I tried. So. Small hands and all. So I've I've got a question. I I noticed earlier you mentioned you went to a, a jet fly-in earlier this year, and I'm I was just wondering as uh, at the jet fly-in is extreme flight possibly considering some some jet options. Um, I can't speak for extreme flight. I know we're trying like here, Tim Northwest RC, whatever. Like. I don't know. I, I, I can't ignore that jet segment because really it is one of the fastest growing segments in the hobby. It's still thin air. It's still, you know, higher end type stuff. I mean, your basic jet started, you know, 2500 bucks for, you know, something yeah, little yeah. dinky that looks like a 60 inch airframe, but it still does a buck 50, buck 80, 200, you know? So, yeah. um, it's cool. It's a different, it's a different flyer, different pilot, different kind of guy. You Absolutely. Know I, mean? I agree. like the guys. Yeah, mixing the shit, you know, on 3D planes or the glotards or whatever, whoever's out there, you know what I mean? But so, you know, I, it was my first event that I actually attended and participated in. Uh, I was there kind of as a fly on the wall, but then I got to like break out a new plane that, you know, wasn't really on the market yet and, and, uh, you know, get to learn a little bit about, you know, listening to my gut. And, you know, if I see hard, I guess I've been in it long enough that like, you know, the brands I work with are great. I look at the hardware and just trust it. Some of the stuff that came with the kit, you know, I was like, eh, but sent it anyway. And all of a sudden, I had, like, <laughs> on Maiden, like, two minutes in, I had a hard wheel failure. And, 
It's oh. a big three meter. Yeah, it's a it's a big jet. It's got a two forty underneath the hood. Oh. Okay, yeah, that's big. Yeah, yeah, it's a hell of a first jet, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And they have threaded brass links on the end of carbon fiber rods, and like you know, it's like <laughs> trust your instincts. If I can say anything, trust your instincts. And I, I just said, oh, they they probably figured this out. No, I think that's where we come in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and they've already ready. made the revisions based on, <laughs> on on our feedback, man. So it's uh, it's cool. I, I'm looking into it. There's some opportunities here and there, and, and uh, you know, plus I've always wanted one, you know. And now I've got an excuse. I'm like, honey, it's for work. She's like, uh huh. <laughs> yeah, they're fun, man. It's it's addictive. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I I would have to echo the fact that there seems to be a lot of people getting into it, especially the sport jets. Um, you know, like I know Santi posts a lot of videos of flying them. Kim, uh, I think Kim yeah. and Santi actually maybe went to Kentucky Jets where uh, Jason had went, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah. They were they were they were the big havocs, man. Those things are yeah. beast. I mean, they look big in picture, but like I, I got to fly uh, Kim's and you know help give, give uh, Santi a hand with his in Bakersfield there. That's the, it's like the size of a small freaking car. Yeah, you know? yeah. they yeah. look huge <laughs> in the pictures. Yeah. It's because they sure. are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they sound incredible, and you know, it's like that whooshing sound. Even the startup man, like, uh, is just that. That's the stuff that like haunts my, you know, my dreams. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I need that in my life. You know, <laughs> right. Yeah, you're hurting me over here. That's way above my pay grade, man. I'm gonna have to sit here and just be a fanboy. You know what though? Like, I remember Tim on the main line at Jonal a couple years ago. He's like two minutes into a flight. It's like, okay, well, I've done everything it'll do. What else can I do now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually my first jet flight. Yeah, a buddy of mine uh, cheating down there out of Atlanta. He came up with this big again three meter Fabo swordfish. Uh, it's a again, it's it's a monster airframe. Yeah, big power. He's like, you want to fly this thing? I'm like. Yes, I do. I'm going to go ahead and rest your transmitter on top of my massive erection because I've always wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it was badass. But, you know, it was point and shoot, and you go straight and level and do some flat passes. You know, the the fast stuff is cool, but with those planes, it's more challenging to see how slow you can fly. So I think I snuck out a flap drag out there, and I was like, yeah. I I totally agree with you. Yeah, it's fun to go fast, but slowing down is uh, also exciting. And that's, that's kind of where I'm going with my jet thing that I'm doing now. Cause I'm like, all right, you know, there's already guys out there doing that thing. There's big sticks that, you know, uh, you know, they're the guy for me. Uh, so the one I got, it's a big thrust factoring one. It's a 3d jet and okay. there's some guys doing it now, but I'm like, dude, if I can get into this early, like by the time everybody else gets on board, I'll be the old head around there and you know, Oh, that guy's rad. And meanwhile, I'm just <laughs> yeah. okay enough to be better than the rest of them. So. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I was talking to uh, Carlos Javier. Uh, he was flying yeah. the uh, was it a pilot? J10. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, he's he's a pretty fair 3D pilot. I've seen him at the Ice House several years in a row now. And uh, I asked him, I said, oh, "What's the transition like?" And he said, "It's pretty different." He said, "The spool up time is a it takes a little lot of practice." And he said, "He's like, thankfully this thing flies really slow because he said I've nearly bit it a few times." So. Dude, I've been it twice. I've got six flights on mine, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and I tell you what, I mean, the, the best way to kind of just talk about the transition is if you were to put a thousand percent expo on your throttle, that's what it's it's like. Yeah. Because there's nothing, nothing, nothing. And then it hits. And sometimes that hit is like two or three seconds too late. Um, and, 
so it's it's a weird thing to adjust to, you know. I mean, there's better guys than me that can explain it, but you know, that's in layman's terms. Like that's, I don't know, my take on it. It's cool. I love it. And Carlos did a hell of a job with it, man. It's it made me want to order a J10. I'm like, no, I already have one Gen. I don't need you know another doing the same thing. I think what impressed me about the J10 was its overall weight. For the size of the plane, I think he said it come in at like 27 pounds, something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's all engine and fuel, man. There's not much airframe around it. No, it, that's incredibly light for the size of aircraft that it is, I thought. Yeah. So. Yeah. They're, they're doing a good – I mean, CARF and, you know, PDM and the rest of the, you know, the big names out there are doing a, a great job with their planes. Pilot is nipping out their heels, and they're making it more like of a completion, like it's, – it's like more of a traditional RF, you know. I mean, you get some of these other jets, and, you know, you get it, and it's just like you bought a, a, a kayak or a canoe. You've got to, like, glue in all the formers and mounts and all these weird things, and, you know, like that J-10 and even the FC one like I have, um, you know – you open it up and the holes are there and the servos are pre-run and the lines are there. I'm like, dude, there's I spent more time overthinking it than actually doing (laughs) stuff to it. So it's, you know, I, it's, it's, it's neat. It's going to be interesting to see where it goes. So absolutely. That, that's pretty cool. I like that. So, uh, curious through another question at us. What's your favorite airplane, Tim? Ooh, I don't know, man. That's a hard one, huh? Yeah, ask me which kid I like better, you know? So, right. they're, 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 oh, that's Timmy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? None of them? Was that the answer? No. Right, yeah. no. I love this guy's uh, outlook, dude. He's my yeah, people. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, uh, right now, dude, I'm absolutely head over the heels in love with that big Mega Bushmaster. The 140-inch, 120cc Bushmaster uh, is probably... It's ruined me because it'll do all the, you know, big 3D stuff or I can unplug my brain and drop the flaps and just do like flap S turns and the high bank turns and, you know, stall landings and stuff like that. And all of a sudden I'm like, you know, flip the switch and boom, now I'm back to dragging the rudder inverted, you know, and deep knife edge passes. And it's just such a wide flight envelope on a plane that looks like it shouldn't do any of that. Yeah. Well, um, I will say yeah. I think it was a uh, wise of Ben and Chris to let you take that one last year at Ice House, and uh, yeah, because yeah. Uh, as far as uh, getting people to see it and and really putting us through its paces that it needed to be done, I, I feel like it went into the right hands. To be honest. Yeah. Thanks, man. I, I, I you showcased I it very well. You know, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's well. That's, and it's like what's. Uh, you know, I have, you know, all, like I showed up in Texas, right? We unloaded, we had the 125 extra with the big, it's like a magnesium case TA200 that like money can't hardly buy right now. I got that's a badass plan. I got all the new Skywing releases. We got all the extreme flight stuff. I just, I think I flew the Bush Master more than the rest of the stuff combined, dude. It's just, it's, it's kind of my go-to thing for right now, you know, but, uh, yeah, there's uh, that red one we I, I brought home from Texas last year. There's uh, I stumbled like thank God for Google Photos, right? I upload all my stuff from my phone into the cloud, and it's like, hey, one year ago today this happened, and I was watching this video. I was like, yeah, I never posted this. Like I was at uh, I think it was Colorado Utah border, possibly where uh, there's a rest stop. I pulled over and there's a canyon like on the other side of you know the, the you know bathroom or whatever. And I was like. This is going to be epic, right? So, grab my kid. I called my sister and brother-in-law. Happened to be driving by, about thirty minutes behind us. Like, 
all right, I'm gonna need a hand. So they like they blocked off this. <laughs> they blocked off the the rest stop with their 40 foot diesel pushers, so no one could pull in. <laughs> and uh, I, dude, I took over this thing. There's a canyon that's probably 200 feet down. It's like a mini Grand Canyon, dude. I I'll toss a little teaser video out there, 60 seconds. It's on my, it'll be on my Instagram. But yeah, it was right at sunset, so it's like the golden hour, and it's like flap down, you know, stall takeoff, and I just dump the nose down into this ravine, and like <laughs> at one point I think I'm like I'm hovering in front of myself about 50 feet out, but it's 20 feet underneath me. Yeah. Like it's just so many weird perspectives and right. epic background and. Yeah, I, I kind of waited. I was like, what's the statute of limitations for, like, illegal, like, rogue flags? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I can probably, you know, put it out there now, I guess. Uh, yeah. Dude, the, yeah, I, I will say, that. like, every time you guys go on a road trip, you know, big events coming up, I'm, I'm expecting, like, all right, Tim's going to be on this road trip. No, oh, yeah. And, right. you know, the roadside pullover. Yeah, and pullover fly, and rip. Whatever. Oh, absolutely. It's waiting it's awesome. for the videos. Yeah, know? yeah. It's, it oh, may yeah. be a flat foamy or it may be a 120cc <laughs> plane, but it's going to be cool. Yeah, whatever. it's going to be cool, whatever know. it is. Yeah. yeah, you never know. I love throwing perfectly good airplanes off well man that perspective too like i've done a little bit of slope soaring and flying below yourself is is an is an odd perspective it is definitely yes it's really cool though so what yeah what i did working for the the thunder for oh yeah 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 fly in the orb yeah all you're flying is below below your level and it's it takes some getting used to absolutely five years ago we went out to paladero canyon in uh amarillo texas area and uh, yeah. I threw a foamy just down in the canyon, and the uh, the wind blowing up against the canyon wall. Uh, I got to think, it's like, hey, if this foamy crashes down there, this is all bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get caught. I don't want my like that thing has my name on it. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah. So I was like, yeah, I better land this thing. I'm going to end up tearing something up. And then Tim and <laughs> Timmy, they're just out there sending it. Hey, didn't you guys? Uh, you, you got in a little trouble over that one time, huh? So on the beginning part of that trip on the way down, we'd just been rolling through Moab because I was like, let's take the scenic route or whatever. And uh, it was, uh, was it Arches National Park or something like that right there. Uh, it was closed because the sun was going down and everything like that. We're like, oh, we're cool. So we drove a couple miles past the entrance and we're just pulled over on the side of the road. Like it's literally just a turn off. I think it might even had a couple orange barrels because they were, you know, staging like a a light or whatever for uh, they're redoing a sidewalk or something. And uh, I have this video too, but Timmy, was, <laughs> we were flying a little multiplex uh, foamies. And, uh, you know, we, we love flying on the side of the road. We hate talking to people while we're flying. Like it just happens, you know, they see it and they're like, oh, my dad's got a drone. It's like, yeah, man, this ain't that. But anyway, so we're flying. <laughs> right, yeah. and, uh, got it at yeah, the Best Buy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's cool, but Does it have a like, camera on it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How high will yeah. it go? How far does it go? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Checkbox of all the dumb questions, but we're, we went up to about eight to ten feet is as high as we went, and we never left the, the sidewalk. We went up and down the sidewalk, and uh, this, uh, it's a sheriff just comes, or a sheriff slash ranger. He had both stickers on his car, apparently, you know, next to his, you know, honor guard and whatever else but he comes just <laughs> barreling through the scrub at us so he's off-roading this thing and he comes at us and all of a sudden lights come on and we're like here we go and we 
were at the end of our flight anyway because I had my phone on a little uh, GoPro like stand or whatever, like one of those Gorilla Grip stands. And got to film the interaction, but hops out and he's like, "You guys need to land those drones immediately. This is you know, this is a national park." I was like, "National park's actually over there. We're just on the side of the road, it's a public domain <laughs> sort of area. These aren't drones." Oh yes, they are. I was like, "Well, they're under three ounces." Like we went. I got about three sentences into the interaction. I was like, "This dude has no clue." I'll just smile and nod. Let him feel like a big guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, he's not going to understand. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I didn't realize you were a hard ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sorry about your cop. penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I checked, I pay your salary. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. I know my uh, rights. The, the yeah. Yeah, do the nerd flex. Do you know who I am? Like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's why uh, we did that redemption flight with the biggest plane we had on the way back. I guess. Nice. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I just want to hang out with this guy. Yeah, dude, it's good stuff, man. I'm telling you, I don't, I don't know that there's anybody more dedicated. Honestly. Right. Um, yeah. There's some guys out there, man. I always tell people I may not be the best pilot, but you know, you, you may outfly me, but you won't outfund me, man. I, I love this shit, man. I yeah, <laughs> dude. Listen, I don't know anyone else that literally drives across the continental U.S. multiple times a year to go to flying events. That's dedication. Absolutely, that's normal, right? I'm sure other people do that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know about all that. Yeah, I made it to Texas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hear guys like, oh man, I don't want to go all the way down there. That's like six hours away. It's like, that's like leg one for Tim. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's the first bathroom break, man. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. From, from Oklahoma City, I drove to Tennessee this year for a fly in. And I think yeah. out of all of us, that's, that's about the farthest anybody's gone. Definitely. Yeah. This year, anyway. Well, yeah. I flew, but I went to, uh, went to uh, Reno. Tucson. No, true. True enough. Yeah. Me yeah. and Mike went to Tucson. But that was flying, so it doesn't really, yeah. it doesn't count as much. We went to a full yeah, scale event this year. Oh uh, yeah, we went to that. That was about probably equidistant, maybe a little right. bit further. They're yep. again flying, so kind of yeah. cheated. Yeah, kind of cheated. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love it, you know, and it's, it's easier with the boy, you know, because, you know, hang out together and, you know, cherish those times forever because he's only going to be a little kid once, you know, so I, I, I soak all that up, you know, the ones where I go by myself or, you know, when I'm on a mission because, you know, it's for the greater good. we got to showcase new products. We've got to, you know, deliver a bunch of pre-orders or raffle stuff or whatever we got going on. So, you know, it's it's calculated loss. You know, everybody goes, dude, your time. I'm like, yeah, but it's worth it when I get there, you know. It's only when yeah. I get there and, you know, I drive to Joe Nall, what – when was the short and all? A couple of years ago. Drive 2,800 miles cross country. I get there freaking Monday morning. And it's like two hours later, like, oh, we need to have a vendor meeting and uh, start packing your stuff before you come in. It's like, what? <laughs> like, that sucked. So, oh, yeah. But, That's a long way to go. Yeah. But, you know, it was cool. We, we took, you know, that pile of lemons made, you know, like killer lemonade. You know, I mean, like, I had two buddies that flew out to help me. They had the week off anyway. And, Either one of them had traveled outside Washington State on the road, so we drove back. We stopped by Knoxville. We, you know, I mean, someone whose name rhymes with Tim may have flown a 60-inch slick down the freeway at freeway speed while we were on the camera and, like, and, like, did, like, a leap of faith where it's, like, you know, the first overpass we go up to, we're like, oh, okay, this is coming up at 70 miles an hour. This, like, this is happening, you know? Like, what do we do? And, 
So it goes off the front of the sprinter, and whew, we go underneath this one. Okay, cool, whatever. You're knife edging outside the window, all of a sudden it's like, sign, got a tail whip over, sign, you know. And, and uh, the longest the longest pause in your life is when you come up to an, an overpass and go, you know what, let's go over this one. So you go up and, Ooh. you know, close your eyes while you're flying, right? And then open them up and, like, guess where your plane is, you know? That's kind of how this yeah, but, It disappears, uh, yeah. I can oh, imagine. It felt yeah. like the bridge blew past at two miles an hour, not, you know, 70. Or at least that's what I hear from this pilot that did that. That probably wasn't me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had a... There's not... I had a yeah, s- not really similar experience, but uh, down at the uh, ice house, I'm flying around, and Don Hockle puts his plane between me and my plane that for awesome. a good while. That was funny. <laughs> that, it was not funny to me. <laughs> but I was standing around next to you, going, "Uh oh." <laughs> yeah, it was. A, it felt like a good thirty seconds that I couldn't see my yeah. plane. I went back to the video, and it was like three. And you're but, he- you're yeah. headed at the tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, Not being able to see your airplane is a weird feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is, man. Yeah, no, it's it's. Uh, but dude, again, that's all part of the adventure. Those dudes drove back with me. We, you know, stopped by Mount Rushmore. We did some shenanigans in, in Montana, the, the Dakotas. And, you know, they got to have like a you know life altering experience. And, I got to drive it, you know, not back solo. So it was, it, it was a good time. So, yeah. so uh, you're talking about your buddy. Are you talking about Sidekick Vic? Sidekick Vic, dude, that's one of my boys for, from <laughs> the day, man. It's, it's, uh, yeah, he's he's helped me out. I couldn't, you know, it's we're a mom and pop business, but I couldn't do it with an army of buddies. You know, I mean, these guys they help me out at events. You know, whether it's setting up, whether it's playing interference for you know the guys want me to tune nitro engines or stuff like that that doesn't even relate to me. I'm like, ah, I mean, or a container day, or you know, we got to slam out a build real quick because we've got videos to do and like a you know a weather you know a window where it's going to be two days of nice and three weeks of crap. You know, so I. I couldn't do without my guys, man. So he, yeah, and he's, you know, sidekick Vic's one of them. So, yeah, I've got Dennis <laughs> Dennis and sidekick Vic and Peter, my IT guy, and, and uh, I got R.C. Obama. It's a whole other story. R.C. <laughs> Obama? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. You can't, you no, can't throw you out can't a gym like that and not elaborate. Yeah. Yeah. No, good group of guys up here. So. <laughs> he's like, yes, I can. Yes, I watch it. <laughs> Listen, yeah. we are going to have to come back to this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to have to circle back. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that what uh, the press secretary always says? You yeah. Know, we got to circle back. Circle yeah. Back. Yeah. So, no, oh, Vic, I I met him, uh, well, same time I met you out there, Donal, and, man, he's so, such a good guy, really nice guy. I look forward to seeing him every time he's at an event, so. Uh, pass it along. He's he's well respected amongst a lot of people, I believe. And I, yeah, so he's a good dude. He's a good dude. And well, and I tell you what, man. I mean, he bleeds for it. He helps me out and everything like that. And you know, it's it, you know, not employees. You know, just one of my best friends, man. And, and that's what I love about it. Is I got a bunch of people that are willing to help me out. And I'm, you know, I tell them, I'm like, okay, how much PTO do you have? You want to go somewhere cool? Like, are you bummed out? Like, you haven't gone to like, you know, COVID really changed a lot of things. You know, so yeah. I went to vacation. So I'm like, hey, man, 
uh, once you hop on a plane and meet me here, you know, I'll take care of it. You know, it's for work, you know, or whatever. But if I need a hand and I don't have, you know, Timmy or one of the locals to help me out, I mean, it's yeah, it's good to have people I can count on. So and he's yeah. he's the guy. So yeah. Well, speaking of helping guys out, man, we we really appreciate uh, prop drilling service, and uh, I know we all, or most all of us here, we take advantage of that, and we really appreciate it. So yeah. No, it's 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 one of those things that we offer, you know, at NorthwestRC.com. We're one of yeah. the you know major suppliers for uh, for Falcon uh, here in the U.S. You know, we've got a direct line to the, to the factory, and and so you know, a lot of times if there's something you can't find other places, you know, we we've got it. And you know, I, truth be told, I keep a huge inventory of props for my own selfish needs because the last thing I need is to like bust a prop and be like, oh, I don't have it. Okay, I have two thousand other props, but I don't have a twenty ten. You know, so. You know, we're constantly trying to keep that, that flow in and, you know, drilling props. I mean, I, that's, that's one of those things where, you know, I learned the right way back in the day and I don't know if there's a right way and a wrong way. I just know what works for me. And, you know, I drill sometimes, you know, 20, 30 props a day on top of all the other stuff we're doing and I can almost do it in my sleep. So more than anything, it just makes it consistent, you know, and, you know, really, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not rocket science, but there is a method. Like, I could probably do brain surgery. It doesn't mean I'm the guy, but at least I can do <laughs> yeah. you know. Well, yeah. I know I've drilled a few, and they never fit as well. No. So. Yeah. No. None of mine come out that good. Yeah. I'm always like, damn it. <laughs> no. I really wish Tim would have just drilled this one. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's like, you know, we'll get guys that are like, they'll order the prop with their plane, and they're like, oh, yeah, I need the spinner. They're like, can you drill that? I was like... Dude, the chances of that lining up, you know, are slim to none. But now we've gotten to the point where it's like, you know, you know, I don't have a jig or anything. Everything's done by hand, by sight. You know, I've got a couple reference points, like literally, like marked on a wall, where I'm like, okay, that hole goes that way, the blades go that way. We'll line it up, tighten up, and go. And it's a pretty good success rate, you know. Uh, uh, and 20- I just, I just ordered a GP123, a spinner with my airframe and a prop. And I didn't even think to talk to your wife about having them drilled, but Anyway. Yeah. Well, you know now, Matt. You know for next time, Hey, uh, hey Tim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His on-call rate's much more than the $5 prop drilling fee, though, so yeah. we'll, we'll oh. talk about yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Hey, it's good. He's Killing got a me. visa. Just, just swipe it. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. say, just charge yeah. it. It'll be all right. Yeah. No. That's awesome, man. We do appreciate it, though, for sure. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to sure. that. Uh, you know, Matt not, Matt's here in the room with me, and uh, I'm I'm itching for that 104 NG and 104 yep. laser to get here so we can start putting those together. Definitely. Oh man. Yeah, I can't man, wait to I, fly I, them I, either, guys. I mean, you're gonna let me fly them, right? Naturally, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I trust you. Yeah. All right, sweet. I mean, and yeah. if just sign this spells, you got a visa, right? Yeah, I got a yeah, visa. Right. It'll be okay, man. Yeah. Turn I mean, around. Well, let me I mean, swipe it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Now, what's cool about these planes is, you know, when you get them, dude, like, you know, like, you know, we've got, oh, we'll talk about another feature at Northwest RC, blah, 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 spam. Anyway, uh, like the bundle of planes together, ship it to you on a pallet, you know, so that way, you know, typically in the past we've shipped, you know, by loose boxes, and so that's three boxes. So you order your 120cc plane, you got a fuse box, wing box, cow box. Okay, cool. I stage it, you know, in the past I'd stage it. And then I put labels on it, and then the freight guy picks up all three boxes, and then the transport guy picks up three boxes, and it's a lot of hands. So we we had a huge, huge damage percentage where, you know, easily 30, 40% of the planes were, like, showing up with, like, 
holes in boxes or boxes missing entirely. And I'm like, dude, we can't afford to replace this stuff. Like insurance, you know, through freight is a scam. They have a job, a guy whose whole job is to like stop it until the bare, you know, the very last second because they legally have like six months to close the claim out with you if you filed something, whether it goes one way or another. So even if you got, you know, pictures and, you know, a forklift has literally crushed it. You know, they've got one guy saying, well, there's nothing that said the forklift shouldn't crush it. You know, so <laughs> it's those, dude, it's, that's, I, I wish I could make that up, but those are real responses. Oh, Chile. I, so, must be Chile. Italian. <laughs> must be Italian. Yeah, yeah. yeah Italian. Yeah. Right? Uh, I, I understand exactly started, like, what you're uh, saying. Palletizing stuff. So we stand it up, we wrap them together, you know. Realistically, most of these freight companies, they charge for the trip, not so much the load. You know, obviously, if the weight jumps significantly, like you start shipping, like, you know, car batteries or something like that, it's going to change the, you know, the, the commodity. But, um, like, well, you know, the two planes that are going out, it, you know, ends up being, what, 25 bucks more to ship the second plane instead of, a, you know, 175 per plane. So it's, it's a good value for the customer. Uh, it's a good way to ship the planes because now it's on a pallet. The forklift dude scoops it up. He sets it down. That's it. So, you know, everything's in one place. It doesn't get lost. You knock on wood. It doesn't get as damaged. Knock on wood, you know. But uh, it's 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 reduced our losses pretty dramatically in that. Yeah, it's a labor love. And I have either have to carve out the time where I've got a high school kid that comes in, you know, two or three times a week, you know, on call. Like, hey, Seth, I got, you know, 15 pallets to wrap. He's like, all right, here I go, you know. But uh, yeah. I wish I lived again. closer. I'd be that guy. <laughs> Your high school no. kid? Oh, yeah. I Everybody's mean, that guy. A 40 year old high school knees. kid, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's okay being that guy until they're, they're on their hands and knees trying to fish a pallet strap, you know, and they're like, nope, you get one more of these and I'm done. <laughs> I have no shame in my game, sir. I'm your guy. I'm just telling you. Case is used to having right. his knee pads out. Whoa. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, that escalated quickly. Jeez. Yeah. It's because I'm four foot seven, man. There you go. Zero to a hundred real quick. Yeah. 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 Now, your guys' planes, you're going to be in for a treat. You know, the new stuff now, you know, I hate to say, like, we're in this renaissance era of, like, RC aircraft, but, dude, we truly are. Like, so much is done at the factories now as far as, like, prefabrication. You know, before you, you know, everybody hated gluing hinges. You know, and it was one of those things where it's like you you could do it right or you could really, really do it wrong. And it, and it changed everything. And now, you know, um, you know, the it's become industry standard for, you know, these nicer ARS to come pre-hinged, pre-sealed. You know, everything's lined up. It's, it's just, you know, they become shaking big planes, you know. I mean, some manufacturers are like that. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean. So, I would have to say that Skywing really, uh, they really raised the bar, right? And, yeah. you know, I know, Tim, you're, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're the only importer of Skywing in the North America, right? And, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, there, there, there's a guy in Canada that peppers them in here and there. Uh, but for the most part, like I, I bring them in, you know, and, and, uh, I watched them for a couple of years before I got my first, container in three years ago um because you know you never know what you're going to get out of china there's a lot of people that are ambitious and i even learned this from my previous industries where you'll get a sample and it's beautiful and you're like you know what this is good let's run it and then you get a thousand pieces of crap that follow it because they sold you on the one so right um 
unfortunately, you know, Skyway, they, they had the factory. They've been in business for many, many years doing sub-label type stuff for other manufacturers, you know, for other brands. So they had the skill set. You know, uh, Jinwei actually came from, uh, you know, he had a history actually working with the uh, Haikong factory, which is another, you know, a big prestigious factory. And so, you know, he took that skill set. Just like, you know, I, I learned what I did, you know, other places and brought it into my own business. He did that with him. And, and the best part is he's super receptive, you know. Um, you'll see him post a lot because, you know, for many years, kind of couldn't post on Facebook. They couldn't interact with the rest of the world, you know. Like there was an actual, like, virtual wall that didn't allow them to do that. They had limited access, and now, you know, we can communicate with him. He can communicate with me. Like typically, I don't know what time it is here. It's probably, I don't know, whatever, uh, seven thirty. So usually about another hour. They're waking up. They're having breakfast, and we start our interaction. And I'll work, you know, for a couple hours communicating, talking about planning and forecasting, and going over schemes and little modifications and he's super receptive and that stuff rolls in production and it's like each container just gets better and better and better and you know it pushes the industry and you know maybe extreme flight sees that and they've got their new mechanisms now and aj's got their new mechanisms now and you know everybody wins at the end of the day i mean it's good to have competition across there that's kind of where i was going with it is you know skywing they really raised the bar with a few things i felt like and you know, and then you see the the reaction from Extreme Flight, AJ, Pilot, and, you know, all these other yeah. companies that's like, hey, we got to get on this quick release systems and, you know, and mm-hmm. it made everybody better, you know. Yeah, it, it really did. And that's why I joke that, you know, we're in this renaissance era of ARS, man. I mean, everything's pre-assembled. It's good quality, fit and finish and good hardware. I mean, it's, it's if things look like this, you know, a decade ago when I started, man, it's like, who knows where well, doing all sorts of cool shit. The other, the other thing too about the the big giant scale ARPs now, you know, when I first started flying giant scale, uh, some of those older airframes, like you couldn't do a, a power dive with them and things like that. You know, yeah. you couldn't go out and crankshaft a, you know, one of those old great planes extras, for instance. You blow that thing apart, and you know these things oh, yeah. just take abuse and just keep on going. Uh, it, it the street that I mean, in the what they can yeah. handle and what they can do is. It's incredible. You know, planes 15 years ago or even just 10 years ago could not handle the stress that these can, things can handle now. Dude, the noon demos out there at the Ice House, man, I mean, even five years ago, those planes would have all been confetti at the end of their four-minute segment, you know, segment, you know. But now, you know, they're so, you know, you know, Chris and Ben with Extreme Flight, they do such a killer job engineering planes. And, you know, the Skywing stuff is fantastic. They're strong. I mean, they're still... Some responsibility, you know, as engines get stronger, like the airframes, you know, at some point something's going to give. So, you know, that's where the pilot kind of has to step up and not be a full idiot, you know, and, and you know, assume it's <laughs> not going to break. But, yeah, now, we, we get the wire to, you know, I'll get guys who are like, I did 300 wide open throttle blenders and I can't believe the tail blew off this thing. I was like, I yeah. Yeah, He's talking you know, to you, Greg. The end of the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you gonna do for me? I was like, well, I'll probably sell you another one because that's on you, buddy. No, three hundred wide open blenders. Yeah, I don't think I've done three hundred wide open blenders in oh. my whole lifestyle. You know? Yeah. Oh no, you'll you'll get those guys once they learn that trick. They'll do three hundred in that flight. Yep. Right? <laughs> uh, I believe that. Yeah. Well. 
I'll say my first Raven purchase ended up not in my shop because of a full throttle crankshaft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I bought a Raven, and then two years later, I got to own a Raven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, those are some of the best flying planes, which I haven't flown I the new one that you just picked up, but I've flown oh. Carrie's old one, Mike Sterling's new one. Oh, and you mean the one, I, the first one I bought? Yeah, the first one you bought. Yeah, I've flown <laughs> yeah. that one. Dude, that thing's epic. So it flies yeah. good. It flies really good. Really good. So Carrie buys one of these things. We're like, dude, this is the ugliest. I'm like, why did you do this? This is hideous, Carrie. Why the hell dude. did you waste your money on this thing? And then we start flying it. Dude, this thing is awesome. This Dude, is it's great. like a 3D pattern plane. I don't yeah. know. I don't even know how to describe and then, it. And then I discovered how well it crankshafts. Right. And yeah. so then Carrie's like, hey, show this guy the crankshaft. Okay. <laughs> well, if you do it at a high enough power setting, you can overamp the ESC. Right. <laughs> that sounds like down. you know. And if you do that too low to the ground, it will impact the earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I killed it, and then I bought him another yeah. one. And that's the one you flew, yeah. right? And then thankfully this year Tim sold me his, so now I have one. Which man, yeah. Tim? I, I think I remember seeing a video where you guys were flying that, like hovering it in and out of the warehouse. Is that the same plane? Yeah, I was. I was cleaning the floor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sweeping. <laughs> nice. So I, I flew yeah. carries, and it's one of the lightest feeling air, airplanes I've ever flown. It's yeah. it's ridiculous, man. Yeah. That thing is awesome, man. So uh, for the guys that don't know what the hell, you know, Raven we're talking about, it's the Extreme Flight Raven. Uh, it's their turbo Raven. It's a 69-inch plane, powered off light, you know, a 6S setup. Uh, I don't know the weight off the top of my head. All I know is it's the size of a 30cc plane, and it weighs as much as a 60-inch plane, you know, and it's it's feather light. Uh, when I first uh, saw it in person, Cody Woshik designed this thing. And if you don't know Cody Woshik, the dude is like an evil, evil genius when it comes to the RC stuff. The guy is like absolute legend. He uh-huh. he did a, he designed the Bushmaster. He designed this Raven. He designed a lot of the really cool stuff that Twisted pumps out. And the guy's just great at what he does. So this uh, this Raven, I saw it there however many nulls ago and he's like well we're not really taking pictures of this one yet but dude you gotta so, watch this thing so, and I was so, like I don't get it and then all of a sudden he flew it like his 32 inch laser that he designed and uh, I was like dude this thing is light and fast and snappy and nimble like you know and when I got mine dude it took me like 10 flights to figure out what to do with it I was like <laughs> okay like what is it you know and all of a sudden you find out what it can do you're like dude this is the best kept secret out there so I didn't realize Cody is the one that designed the Raven. That was going to be my question. I, I didn't realize this, the guy that designed the, the Bushmaster was a, designed the Raven too. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Here's the thing: is he he got added to. Uh, so you're in the RC scrap pile, Tim. I, uh, I checked yep. make sure, but so nuts and bolts RC scrap pile. We're kind of all one in the same, right? And well, Cody got added to the group earlier last week, and. Uh, he immediately starts stirring the pot, so he's one of us. We're, we like him. <laughs> Dude, he's he's a good guy. It's so funny. If you don't know Cody from the outside, you just go, look at this mild-mannered Cody. And then meanwhile, the rest of us were like, dude, you better hang on. It's going to be a wild ride. So. <laughs> uh, dude, his first post it was like, he's good. Talk about camera drones? Yeah. That was oh, yeah. 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 Okay. He's like, you guys need to <laughs> – Oh, yeah. You guys are cussing too much and need to talk about camera drones. Yeah. Like, 
Oh, jeez. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> that was pretty good. Larry, Dude, who, sent you, guys, you? Yeah, who sent you? Yeah, who sent you? Did you guys ever see, there's like an epic video, and it's happening. it happened at Triple Tree, and he had a, this, a 32-inch crack yak powered by a nitro engine. Like, this is the way this dude operates, man. And he found it, and he found the smallest, like, I don't even know what the comparison is, but, like, he's flying it there at nighttime. Like, everybody's tuned up. All of a sudden, you hear this, it's like the smallest nitro engine I've ever seen in my life, and it's on a 32-inch crack yak, and it's flying like it does electric. I was like, what? He's got, like, a Cox 049 on a crack yak. <laughs> oh, none. A fraction of the size of that. It might, it might have been, like, Cox 04. Yeah, it was it was nuts, dude. But, yeah, there's video of that flying around. And the dude just, he loved, he's an engineer, you know, so, you know, he, he operates different than we do you know what i mean like yeah I, i'm on yeah i'm i'm the guy that knows what the, the what the hamburger tastes like i don't know how it's made but he's the dude that can make that burger better so yeah, yeah. <laughs> engineers are definitely different people what do you mean by that jason yeah you should elaborate no i'm just yeah. joking dude. <laughs> Man, me and you both have been on the mechanic side of things engineers make stuff hard on mechanics right. man yeah <laughs> But they and got, I, they got a thought what, process. I'll, I'll, I'll lay a teaser out there. He's working on some other cool stuff for Extreme Flight too. So if there's stuff that's happening that's really really cool that's been in the works that he's been drawing and teasing and and, and prototyping and uh, dude, 2022 is going to be even cooler than this year. Okay. So, All right. Nice. Yep. Stay tuned. Keep I'm definitely looking forward to it, man. Because you. you Man, you guys do some crazy cool stuff just with everything you got your hands in and what you're doing. I, man, I enjoy I, following you guys is great. I'm, I'm not trying to fanboy out and get on any knee pads here, but dude, you, <laughs> it's it's great, man. I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, get to kind of live vicariously through you and your adventures. Well, and honestly, that's that's why I. It sounds stupid, but like that's why I post like Instagram. It's not for me. Like I don't need a pat on the head. I love just sharing all the dumb stuff I'm getting into because I like sharing the stuff I think is cool. You know right. what I mean? Whether it's like some big derpy cub or, you know, I hate reposting stuff. You know, I like just sharing, you know, my adventures or whatever I'm getting into, whatever, you know, gets me all excited or whatever, you know. And, and uh, you know, for a while, like, you know, Facebook was a good platform for that. And then all of a sudden, as soon as they started, you know, seeing traction, all of a sudden they want to monetize it. And they start like really like throttling back your exposure. I was like, right. mm, that's dirty, man. So I oh, stopped yeah. posting on that. YouTube did the same thing, too. They demonetized the account. They're like, well, for X amount of dollars, all of a sudden you can you know, get this many posts. I'm like, dude, that's not what it, it should be organic, you know, yeah, like, right, you know, yeah. share the, the love virally, you know, and. So that's, I quit. I mean, I, I logged on today because they're like, we're about to eat your AdSense money. I was like, the hell you are, dude. Like, that's like <laughs> right. years of bankrolling. So yeah. <laughs> I hopped in there and I hadn't posted anything for about a year and a half, you know. And it's not that I don't want to, but it's, it's a labor of love. But then to have them, like, absolutely neuter it and all of a sudden you're getting, like, dog food commercials, you know, two or three times through a video. Like, I hate that stuff, man. So right. that's why I stick with the platforms I do, you know, the – you know, the Northwest RC fan group, you know, I try to keep, you know, business related. The Instagram stuff is just like adventures in the life of, and, you know, whatever else. So, yeah. Oh, it's definitely so, enjoyable, man. You guys get to do some cool stuff. And, man, one of the things that we touched on, it was more on the RC Scrap Pile show. But, uh, like we were talking about, man, it's, it's hard. Like in Oklahoma here, there, there's two hobby shops. One's in Norman, one's in Edmond. And, you know, they're like, um, 
you know, like just your normal, what, what is it? It's hobby a town. hobby town, you know, sure. but we used to have sure. some really great, you know, um, you know, like family owned hobby shops and things like that. All of those have kind of gone with the wayside and, you know, some of the things that you're doing, you know, that was something I wanted to shed some light on, man. I mean, I'm sure you're not like just wadding up pocketfuls of dollars and stuff like that. This is probably more of a labor for love for you, you know? And it, it, it truly is, you know what I mean? It's, it's, I, I love what I do and it's, it's, you know, if you're in RC, you know, there's that, 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 you know, that stupid, you know, saying, it's like, oh, you want a million dollars in RC, start with two, you know? Right. But yeah. It's like, <laughs> but I mean, like, truthfully, like, you know, it, the lights are on. I can continue the business. Fortunately, we're in a position where we're still liquid. And so, you know, it's someday it'll, you know, hopefully it never gets to the point where we're just like, we're done with it, but, you know, but, uh, I, I love it and we have a good opportunity and, you know, I get to do wacky adventures. And my wife, you know, she's such a great balance. That is the number one person. Like none of this would exist without her because I'm always spinning off into space on these tangents and she's there to reel me back in, you know? So, right. Yeah. <laughs> A good woman to keep you grounded. Yeah. That may be oh, good yeah. or bad. Yeah. yeah. I, see, uh, oh, yeah. I see a list of super wife. Yeah, super wife. Yeah. 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 Super, super wife is the boss, man. So yeah. That. Anybody, yeah. She's so mild mannered and she's, you know, just queen, you know, just re- real, like, she's the queen. She's, you know, real soft and nice until she, you know, has to, you know, show up and flop it out and show me who's the boss. Right. <laughs> Well, man, when I got into this hobby, I was more into the drone sector of things. And, um, me and a buddy of mine, we got together like, dude, we're, we're totally, we're totally going to take this over, man. We can sell some stuff. And then we started looking at what things cost, what the markup was, you know, things like that. Dude, it's very, very minimal markup. I mean, this is not a business you get into because you want to get rich. You know, it's, you know, kind of going back to that labor of love thing, you know, and, a lot of the technology moves a lot faster than how you can even get it. You know, it's kind of like a computer. As soon as you buy one, it's antiquated, you know, how do you keep up with, you know, stuff like that? I'm a nerd. I I love it. I eat all this stuff up and I'm constantly, you know, (laughs) looking at what's happening in the market and doing trend research and stuff like that. And, you know, knowing, you know, a lot of it's calculated risk of like, you know, what we should jump into, what we should stay away from. A lot of it's trial and error. I mean, it's, you know, my schedule is all over the place. You know, it's, it's, I don't even, I wouldn't even know what to do with an eight to five job. You know, if one fell into my lap and paid me good money, I'd be like, Ugh, boring, lame, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, I'm in you know, that situation as we speak. <laughs> well, I would yeah. argue that Tim creates, he's one of those guys that creates trends though. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I would there, agree with there's that. definitely certain people out there that if they're doing it, everybody's going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, oh boy, that's ain't always a good thing, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to happy to be that guy. I, you know, it's funny. I have that, that that social responsibility as well too, where it's like there's a lot of really dumb, cool stuff that I've done. I'm like, I can't post this because someone will do this and someone could get hurt, or I'll be you know the end of someone's marriage or whatever. And it's like <laughs> right. I have to like weigh out the pros and cons. So yeah, but. Uh, we have yeah. that problem, but on an opposite issue. We're we're afraid of like you know getting going to jail or something. We we, we post a pretty yeah. dumb stuff. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're in the group. You see it. It's no hold yeah. barred. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's a good time. So yeah. No, it, it, it's cool. You know, I, I I love it. And you know, watching what the guys are doing overseas, and you know, constantly on the lookout for you know up and coming pilots and stuff like that. There's, I tell you what, there's 
so many kids out there that are up and coming. You know, they're yeah, the, the hobby. I don't want to say it's coming to a. You know, it's shrinking down. It's it's just changing. The landscape's changing. You know, right. it's all still there. It just looks slightly different. So these kids are coming from different segments of the hobby, or maybe they're drone guys now, and maybe they want to get into fixed wing and, or the other way, or their helis or their cars or whatever. You know, you know where know where these kids are going to come from. But that's the cool thing about all the social media. You know, where it's like all of a sudden something will pop up in your feed. You're like, whoa. What was that, you know? And then we start going down that, that rabbit hole, and, you know, and that's how, like, we stumbled across, uh, like, I, I did a post, like, two nights ago, like, these uh, these cool nightlights, right? Nightlights have been around forever. I didn't invent, you know, invent nightlights. Aurora has a, a great product, you know, product in the U.S. Uh, they make them out of Michigan. They have, you know, they sponsor a lot of great pilots. And, you know, the, the trend of nightlights has these ebbs and flows, you know? I mean, like, you know, a lot of the flex stuff has lights built in, same with the horizon stuff or whatever, but, you know, on our aerobatic planes, traditionally, it's a, it's a light on a post or whatever. Um, stumbled across a product, and then a product happened to find me, and these dudes were like, hey, man, I, I met you in Europe, and hey, I'm a friend of a guy of a guy of a friend, and, uh, you know, I got these lights in, and dude, they're so good. And I posted about it, and I, war- I, I told the guy in Germany as we're, you know, communicating through, like, WhatsApp at, you know, I don't even know what time it was, my time and his time, and using Google Translate to, like, go from, like, English to German or whatever. He says, yeah, we've had this for a year. You know, my dealers here sell, like, one or two, you know, a month. And I'm like, dude, you have no idea what you have these things. I've never seen anything like them. Right. I did a, just, I did a teaser post. Like, I just I just dangled the carrot out there a little bit. All of a sudden, it was like... Totally saw it. This, you got my oh, interest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it lost it. Like everybody lost their mind, and so like, how soon can I get them? Like, well, they're you know they're in transit, they're in production, and that's what people you know all of a sudden the, the, the crowd turns and out come the torches and pitchforks. Like you want <laughs> right? It's like we need these now. You know, like bunch yeah, of right. RC crackheads. So yeah, <laughs> you're like, hey, look, I'm trying to bring some cool stuff to market, and I remember that post, and it was like as soon as you posted it. It was pretty quick that people were like, okay, how do I get a set? I need something for my 60 oh, inch. Yeah. yeah, I'm for a 120. Yeah. You know, dude, it, it, it lit up for sure. Well, and that's where the responsibility part comes in. Like, I've got some samples here. You know, I work with him. We're actually developing a couple more sizes and configurations and how to market this stuff and package it. And I'm like, number one, like, you know, I have to think about this. Like, you know, it's like RC Shark Tank. I got to ask these questions when I'm going RC like, Shark Tank. Dude, can can you scale? Where are you going to take this? What's your goal? What if what if this takes off? What if this doesn't take off? What you know? It's like a million questions we have to ask. You know, because it's a hobby, but I have to you know. For me, it's a business first because I'm all in. Like a lot oh, of yeah. these guys are, you know, it's their part time gig. Nope, I wake up on the clock. I go to sleep on the clock. Like I, I'm all there. So. We're gonna have to talk after the show because I mean we've got RC scrap pile and nuts and bolts. We might need to get together and see if we can produce, uh, produce an uh, RC Shark Tank because I'm in on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm in. I just right? want to be the guy right. saying, "Not sucks." Not sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Now there's some cool stuff, and there's these guys with these great ideas all over the world. And again, it goes oh, back yeah. to social media. You know, we find each other, and things work out, and new products are coming soon. And you know, there's the the old, the biggest, you know setback right now there's i always joke there's not enough tim or time in the day you know once right. upon a time you know i was johnny on the spot on a lot of these messages and i could run like a concierge service you know and 
now it's like I, I'm, you know, constantly running around my hair on fire, spinning plates, you know, and phones and, you know, all the different inboxes. And I feel guilty because I want to, I still want to be that guy, but, you know, it's just not physically possible. So, you know, there's a balance somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah. Speaking of that, sorry I called and bugged you earlier. You know, that's a, I, I think a, that's something that needs to be put out there is what's the best way to reach you through messenger. Correct. Or, or what do you want to say? <laughs> he, he said, no. <laughs> he's like, don't reach me. Just buy stuff. I don't want to. Yes. Still on yeah, the no, over here. I mean, realistically, it's like, you know, uh, you know, business hours are great Monday to Friday. You know, we've got our phone number, you know, we've got our phone line here into the shop and we've got our inbox through sales at northwestrc.com. You know, messenger is good because I can get, back to it like i love it because if someone will ask me a math you know ask me a question so long as they're you know not imagining that they're summoning an rc genie like i'm not google i'm happy to answer your question when i've got two seconds to do it but the guys that are just like you know ping resend 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 i'm like oh man you accidentally got blocked forever sorry <laughs> right hole in the question yeah. 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 yeah clay you're but one no. of those guys don't do that to tim he's a cool dude <laughs> What I'm trying to throw out there is like, hey, you know what? Be patient, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. If, you, if you ask a question, wait a little bit, you know? Yeah. I know yeah. Clay's sitting I mean, over here just chomping at the bit because he's like, oh, I yeah. want to ask this question, but am I going to bother Tim? Yeah, no. Dude, once in a while, we, we get – and it's okay. I, I love, you know, answering, you know, questions when I can. It's when we get these guys like, you know, my wife will be here. We'll be packaging orders and stuff like that and like – you know, I'll have a customer here and I'm not going to be like, Hey customer, stand here and listen to me talk to this dude for a second. Like I'm trying to take care of one guy at a time. Same way I want to be treated, you know, absolutely. we'll get like 10 minutes of back to back to back to back to back calls. And it's the same number. I'll answer. I'm like, sir, did you forget 911's number? Like, is this an emergency? Like, yeah. why are you like, <laughs> something wrong? Like, uh, man, I would bet I'm in this gonna- hobby, you got some really crazy, OCD particular dudes that are just blowing you up all the time, man. I, I couldn't even imagine. Dude, so... And I ain't trying to talk shit, and, and and if you can't figure out who it is, it's probably you. I was going to say, why are you calling me out like that? Like, I only called him like three times <laughs> yeah, yesterday, yeah. all right? And I waited like a couple hours before I called back. Well, right? I'm one of those particular OCD I mean, dudes. So and and then he was like, no, here, talk to my wife. Mm-hmm. Passed me off. No, no, we we got great people. We got great customers. And, 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 you know, we get that guy once in a while. But for the most part, like most guys, most of our customers understand who we are and what we are. It's a lot of these people that haven't really had the interactions with us that assume we're just Amazon. We're like some faceless mega company that's got 24-7 support. And, you know, we're like, well, no, I mean – Maybe maybe someday, but you know. Right. This is a mom and pop kind of setup, and we're doing the best we can with what we got. Yep, yep. And uh, that's I was, why we try to be as transparent as possible with all our posts to be like, yeah, man, these are my kids opening boxes. Like, this is my wife. You know, like this is only so much of us in the day, but you know, it's, it's you know, we we do what we can. So. so the one I like is when you post about the containers, and they open up the back of the door, and it's just packed to the brim. Like there's not another box would fit in there, right? Oh, yeah. And I just look at that. And it's like, yeah, that would suck. Yeah, yeah. No joke. It's like old trucks here. Now we got to unload all this shit. And let's label this shit and let's make sure it goes to the right person. And some of these are three box, dude. That's it's a labor of love. This guy's busting his ass to make sure that guys like us can get a hold of what we want. Hey man, 
man, we're your dealer, Absolutely. homie. We gotta, you know, we gotta make it work. So it's, you know, that's the the toughest part, you know. And it's so funny because people just assume like stuff just shows up and you know it's got labels on it and they pick it up and that's just how it works. Dude, like even getting those containers packed, you know, we we pay. It's a volumetric game where we'll look at it, and if we have a forty foot high cube, I know I've got seventy point five cubic meters to load. And every plane has a certain box, and each box has a dimension. And you know what blows me away is the way these dudes on that other end when they're loading it will fill every hole. There's no wasted space in there. If there's, you know, we we you know we get the fees the way they are. You better believe we're using. Every welcome back to thousand dollar Tetris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh yeah, it's 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 twenty five and twenty nine thousand dollar Tetris. Oh know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. Now, man, it's 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 crazy. Not to mention the six figures that were into the stuff that goes into it. You know, but uh, Jeez. yeah, it's 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 crazy. And you know, we'll, and it's funny because you know I've got my three kids. You know, if we can get it to work with their school schedule, or whatever, like. They sort of love doing the containers because they can be kids and, like, you know, they can screw each other. Like, one kid will, like, get the tiny, like, wheel pant box. The other guy is, like, on the other end of, like, a 125 laser box. It's, you know, 100 inches long, right. you know. They, <laughs> they, they line up, and whoever's in the truck is feeding the stuff out. And, and, well, uh, you said this kid screws the other kid. That made me happy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Did I hear you say earlier oh, yeah. that you're no. going through two of those containers every 45 days? Yeah, average, you know, uh, about, yeah, two containers at either, you know, 45 or 60 days. I mean, that's how we were flowing for a while. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the, you know, 2021 has been more difficult than 2020, if that makes any sense. So, I mean, in 2020, everything was still capacity. Yeah, they went to COVID precautions and stuff, and it slowed down a little bit. Well, because, you know, not just RC, but like every supplier, every retailer all of a sudden had like these banner years. They ramped up their volume and now you got choke points all through the logistics. So, um, you know, this year, I think at one point we had no containers for two months, which was scary, you know, because we try to plan, you know, so we're getting, you know, we try to space them out every, you know, three, four weeks. We get one. Uh, we had three 40 foot high cube containers show up in seven days. Oh, and wow. Like, oh, yeah. It's, it sounds awesome until it all shows up. And you're like, dude, where are we going to put this stuff? And yeah. I was there for the first one, and then I was, I don't know, somewhere, I think I was in Tullahoma or one of these other places, and all of a sudden, Container 2 shows up. Like, you know, we kind of have an idea, yeah. and it's kind of like making, like, an appointment with a cable company. Like, oh, we'll be here <laughs> between Monday and Friday between 8 and 6 p.m. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and they'll just show up or... You know, we'll get the call where, like, the one today wasn't supposed to show up until Monday. It's like, hey, man, we got a green light. Can we drop it off? It's like, yes, bring it. Absolutely, because who knows? You know, Monday, maybe it's a log jam again. So, um, but, yeah, 340-foot high-cube containers. Unfortunately, you know, we're in a new space now that lets us go up as well as out. And, you know, we've learned a lot from our last five warehouses that we've outgrown each time. And, you know, we're, we're getting it figured out, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of boxes and managing those boxes. And again, with not enough resources, you know, I hired a guy this summer to help me get um, inventory on spare parts on the website because people are like, you know, I always spare parts. I'm like, I promise you I have most of them. I just don't have the time to put them on the website and organize them. And the dude we brought in, he basically did it his way, and then it wiped everything we had before. So we're still, you know – We'll chip away at it. I'll chip away at it. You know, if there's ever any downtime, but you know, we tell people, yeah, man, we we support.
support things as best we can. And I think even on our spare parts page, it's, it's a picture of that 104 slick with parts hanging out of a tree. Um, and I'm like, hey, man, if you don't see what you're looking for, just call, don't call us. You know, and chances are we've got it. And if not, we can at least tell you when it's going to be here, even if we have the special order from the factory. Because, you know, we get guys who are like, well, I've been watching this part for six months. You've never got it in. I'm like, <laughs> didn't tell me you needed it dude you know i mean like if you tell me you need it i can get it and you know the new thing that my suppliers are offering is like sometimes we can actually just have it shipped directly to the customer you know okay. now they're not waiting on containers that are jammed up everywhere so you know it's you know we're, we're you know they throw us a hurdle once in a while we can move with it or trip over it but man that totally to reminded it. me of something so i was um so i've got a 40 uh, percent arrowworks yak 54 and I'm, I was looking for wheel spats for it. And man, just Google search and everything like that. So it takes me to flying giants and everything like that. The first post is, Hey, check out extreme flight. They've got that stuff. Now this post was from like 2017, 2018. You know, it, it was an sure. older post. I go to your site. You damn sure do have that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You damn sure do. Yeah, or Northwest. I mean, a lot of parts, you know, are, will cross over. They're scaled. You know, they may not be the exact OEM one from the original, but, you know, it's a lot of things are out there, you know. Like, we're, we're trying to, like, normalize, um, you know, like right now currently, if you look at all of our 120cc aircraft, you know, there's a specific plane and a specific scheme with a specific wheel pan. Well, we're trying to supply, you know, a red 35% wheel pan or a blue, so that way, you know, the guys that, you know, maybe their parts dried up and or their suppliers out or whatever, you know, we're just trying to make it more like a, a universal type thing where, you know, it'll fit, you know, many applications, you know, so. Yeah. Absolutely. It was just crazy to me that I'm looking at a post from several years ago and I go to your site and absolutely it's there, you know, yeah. that's, that's pretty wild to me. No, I know, dude. I, I think I should. I should have ordered them, dude. I haven't done it yet because I'm a cheap bastard. But you know, yeah, I'm yeah. right there. We got we got another couple of months till season comes up, so I got some time. Well, hey Tim, we're uh, we're approaching an hour and a half, and uh, your time is very valuable. So I don't want to hold you up uh, any right. longer than yeah. than necessary. And we appreciate what you you know getting on here with us. And Absolutely, we appreciate man. what you do. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm amazed by people that come on and be like, man, I got a few minutes I can throw in there. And, and next thing you know, it's, it's an hour and a half. Yeah. It's absolutely. awesome, man. Yeah. Well, I love it. Especially, you know, a good group of guys. We're all like-minded. We're all into the same stuff. And it's hard for me not to share, you know, what I got going on, you know? I mean, we didn't even talk about all the cool stuff we teased about with the new releases and all the other stuff I can't share, but we'll tune in next time, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Man, anytime you want to get the get the word out there and let people know what's going on, man, you hit us up. We're, we're yeah. definitely a source. So that, that brings up three three little things. So, are we going to see a Super Santa video this year? Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? We, we maybe. Did one, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We 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 actually we last year is the first year Super Santa didn't do the YouTube and it was like a heartbreaker because we actually found a little bit of snow to plan and we had a 120 what would we have we had the 140 Bushmaster in red we had uh, 114 slick in red we had Timmy who was was a little Santa I had a nephew as an elf I was a, you know we had this great we did some flying we got some 
snow. We, you know, we tried to do some rudder dragon to draw stuff in the snow and everything like that. Dude, all the footage was all, crap. All I'm Absolute gonna say garbage. Is all yeah. I want for Christmas is to see Super Santa and Super Timmy Santa. <laughs> like, dude, it ain't Christmas unless I see that video, <laughs> dude. No, I'm just can, letting you know. Yeah, right. Dude, oh, it was right, great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, we already got plans. We're trying to do a location shoot. You know, we're trying to figure out what planes we're gonna do. You know, is this? It falls together, you know, a lot of planning, and then it falls together or falls apart. So, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Maybe he'll stop by this year. <laughs> so, one uh, next one. Uh, so, this is for Tanner Curtis out there. In and out or what a burger? That's a tough one, man. So, in the Northwest, we've we've got a chain, and we I love using this this term very very loosely. Uh, we had Huckfest this year, and Santiago came up, and I gave him, you know, the same thing with, with Jace when he was out here last year, and I took him to downtown Seattle, dude, hey man, you can go eat a bag of dicks, there's a chain called Dick Burgers <laughs> in downtown Seattle, <laughs> and we literally bought these guys a bag of dicks, and I was like, you can go eat this now. <laughs> so, dude, that's awesome. That's, I love Tanner Curtis, but fuck Tanner Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's he's another one of our goofy little brothers, dude. And he can say he's as Arizona as he wants, dude. But he's still, you know, he's still from California. Don't let him, you know, you know. Oh, that oh yeah, I like oh. to remind him on the regular. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just from the southern part of the People's Republic of California. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and, it, and he he likes to eat his commie in and out, you know. Yeah. Meanwhile, we got America Whataburger yeah, out here. Water, so yeah. Whataburger, baby. It's pretty good. I experienced that last year, maybe for the first time. And, and, and you know, I still got to explore the menu. The problem is, like, you know, growing up on the West Coast, like, like I know the In and Out menu, and I know the In and Out secret menus, and I know how to make the, the the foam burgers actually taste like burgers. You know, and that water burger, it was so overwhelming. I was like, bro, like, did I get the right thing? Like, this was, I don't know. So, I'm still scratching it back. I'm still undecided. All right, all right. There. We'll we'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> We'll we back, got the yeah. PC answer, yep. but we'll leave yeah. it at that. I got your back, Tim. Right, yeah. I yeah. love Tanner Curtis. Yeah. Fuck Tanner Curtis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah, he can come up here and eat a bag of dicks, too. So. That's it. <laughs> he likes your meat in his mouth. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll, we'll just watch him stand out there with oh, yeah. shots on the flight line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a shadow. Oh yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Oh, every time. Oh yeah, every time. So, oh uh, well, anything you want to plug, Tim? We know uh, NorthwestRC.com. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. And I'll make sure and get all your information in the show notes. But throw everything out you want here, man. Yeah, no, that's it. I mean, NorthwestRC.com. Check us out. You know, I mean, it's we. Yeah, we are the you know exclusive importer for Skywing. You know, we're we're you know technically the west coast importer for you know extreme flight but uh, we're so much more than that i mean take a, that's just you peel back the onion you see that you know we we bring in all this stuff to get all those brands and all the other brands we don't carry in the air so you know whether it's you know, our northwest rc extensions and hardware we'd be doing some black friday stuff on our brand uh, on our northwest rc items so keep an eye out for that nice. you know we don't really run sales through the course of the year because we want you know one kick-ass sale mm-hmm. on black friday cyber yeah. monday so look for that next nice. week and then you know, oh, next week. It, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks gobble, gobble, man. It's, it's coming up quick. Everybody gobble, looks forward gobble. to Thanksgiving. I was like, I have so much internet work to do. This is going to suck, but, you know, it's worth it. So. I feel your I, pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to ask a question here. I'm going to be selfish for just a second. 
You got a 30cc twin. What airframe would you put it in? That's an oddball, man. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Threw you for a loop, did we? Yeah. Yeah. You know where I'd put that? It's in the classifieds to get more engine, man. Fair enough. It's perfect. Yeah. In, in my engine, you know, uh, I, I was, a, you know, I was an engine tech, you know, for a minute, you know, at their Valley View, and so I tested a lot of stuff. You know, we were doing DLE, and he's got Valley View, you know, brand RC engines, and you know, we, I had seen a lot of small engines come in, and they're neat, and I love the idea of them. Those small twins like that are best for a cub where you don't expect a ton of performance. Gotcha. <laughs> you know what uh, I mean? Like if you need to turn a prop and just, you know, yank it back, <laughs> cool. But if you want it to perform like, you know, the bigger displacement stuff, it leaves a little be, you know, desired. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. You heard it here yeah. first. Bigger is better. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you didn't hear it here first. That's, everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. No, Damn boy, everybody I know that. that you like to see almost naked? Yeah. That's cool, man. <laughs> oh. Okay. Sorry. sorry, Tim. Yeah, sorry, Tim. <laughs> the Liquid Expo is kicking in. Oh, man, that sounds good right now. So, yeah. Anyway. Well, dude, get back cool. to work. Keep making customers yeah. happy like you've been doing, man. I mean... I, I, I hear nothing but good stuff about you. One of these days, I'm going to order something from you. I'm just not quite on that level yet. But uh, I was going to say, just I, wanna, I just want to say thank you for answering the phone and, and the time you take to, to talk to your customers and, and share the information. Dude, the Facebook, I Facebook posts and yeah. everything else. Yeah. I mean, like the, like the container costs and all that stuff we talked about the other day. It was just interesting to hear all of it and, and nice to have a, an open source. Yeah, no, ha- happy to be that guy. I mean, I always joke that, you know, there's so much stuff that the, the, the regular everyday guy, you know, Joe Sixpack doesn't know about in the, on the industry side of it. You know, someday I'm going to publish my memoirs. You know, it's like it's like a soap opera. You know, me and Sidekick Vic joke about this every time something Sides. happens and I shake my head. I go straight to that guy. I'm like, in today's <laughs> episode of As the Prop Turns. As the Prop Turns, that's it. Nice. Yeah, there's, there's always something where I just go. That's right. <laughs> You need an autobiography. I'm a video guy, dude. I'll come out. We'll make this happen, dude. Fantastic. I, I work yeah. a great deal. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll work for plane parts. Yeah, we'll work for plane parts, dude. Hobo Casey Sounds on good. the corner. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. I tell you what, you don't know what you're going to end up with, man. I, I, I Someone turned me on a stupid... Uh, it was filmed by uh, Knoxville's uh, video company. Have you seen that? It was like the, the Wild Whites of West Virginia. Oh, dude, that's oh, that's epic. That, dude, dude, you start watching it, you like, think it is the funniest thing you've ever seen. By the end of it, you're like feeling bad. You're like, wow, people live like that. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> you don't want to film me, buddy. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, we'll take it up a notch. Uh, so if you've seen the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia, uh, go check out the Red Dog Saloon. Yeah, yeah. That, that documentary is pretty good. That's local Oklahoma right <laughs> okay. there. Yeah, yeah. That's right. a good one. I'll check it out. Yeah. Check it out, man. I'll, I'll put it on. I, I got a TV. I, I got a big screen. I have like on a rolling stand or whatever. So like, if I got a long night ahead of me, like I'm in the front, like doing merchandising stuff, that'll be playing something in the background. So I keep running out of internet and like good shows to watch. So I'll right, that, that's a good one. Yeah. That, that's right. that's a good one to waste the uh, Netflix bill with for sure. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of that, you know, we we're gonna have to in the next segment talk about. Uh, uh, 
Joe Exotic. Well, possibly. Maybe. Well, Why? think about it. Well, they Why? got a new show dropped yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I was oh, going to yeah. say, they got a new one on Netflix, I'm, man. Tiger King we too. may or may not have an impersonator for an event that's coming yeah. up. I'm, <laughs> just I'm just saying. Dude, dude. We send it hard. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the shit show. Welcome to the shit show. <laughs> Well, Tim, we right, appreciate man. you. Absolutely, man. Thanks for taking time out, man. I'll make sure and uh, I'll, I'll look you up, make sure and get everything good in the show notes, man. Everybody, go check the show notes out. Help support these guys that are supporting us, man. I mean, this guy, it's a labor of love. He's getting the stuff imported, exported, doing all the cool stuff. He's there to help you out, man. Yeah. Tim's the man. Thanks, Thanks again, man. I appreciate the support. You guys have a nice Thanksgiving. This is my first Merry Christmas of the year, so Merry Christmas to you guys. I know it's a ways out, but, you know. Just That's it, man. Here. You better Griswold it, it up. So. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Same to you, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah thanks, sir. Tim. Tim, thanks, man. We appreciate it, brother. All right, take care. Take care. We'll see you. All right, bye-bye. Bye. That dude. That dude. He's just a good dude, man. Yeah. I mean, We're gonna, well, I'm going to keep recording. Usually I'll like end it right there, but man, I mean. No. Dude, Let's let it roll for a second. Yeah. An hour and 35. I know how busy that guy is. Oh, dude. You ought to see him in events. It's, yeah. It never stops. Right. You know? So, yeah. That well, was awesome. And, and like y'all were talking about what to talk to him about. It's like, just let him talk. Like, he'll tell you. No, no, it's I mean, good. I, I sat on the phone with him for 20 minutes the other day. He was telling me about the shipping containers and the costs and all that stuff and, and how, you know, some customers are, are, are upset about the added costs. It's like, they can't eat it all. Right. I mean, well, man, I at mean, at some point, you know, we need to take up some of it because otherwise, well, otherwise they're not going to be and around. And I'm totally with you. Yeah. I'm about as cheap as you come and I get pissy <laughs> because shit goes up and everything like that. But man, we're we're in a different environment than what well, we're used to being I, in. It's it's a totally different deal. Record right, yeah. level inflation. I, Absolutely. I asked him about the container cost. You know the the container offset yeah. fee on on the airframes that Clay and I ordered, and 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 I said, okay, so this is added on top to it, right? I just want to make sure so I know what totals coming to me on the invoice. And and he goes, yeah. And 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 I said, it's all good. I mean, I don't understand why people think that y'all should eat all of that because right. all it's going to do is bankrupt y'all. Well, I mean, I mean he, a the, lot of people. The, the margins aren't good a lot of people don't it follow it maybe quite as closely as we do first yeah. off and then you know they say uh well you're just trying to make more money it's like no we're just trying to make well, money and period. right right and we're trying not to we're trying to eat you know we're trying we're, to pay our bills well ironically that's what he said he, he's like well i'm only passing off half of it yeah like, they actually went 200 dollars per airframe and oh. i'm only passing 100 dollars off of it on the customer i mean as far and, as a and, business goes man you got to have capital you got to yeah. have money to operate I mean, yeah. and he was talking about you're talking about six figures on the contents and then another 20,000 yeah, on yeah. shipping it in on a, yeah. on a container yeah. I mean, you know this guy's exactly going out figures, of but you know like i've heard you know numbers like containers at the end of 2019 were 4 grand at you know at the end of 2021 they're you know, 20 grand. Well, you, man, you know, just that, that's insane. And yeah. the, I posted a video. It was a 60 minutes uh, segment. I posted oh, yeah. It on the scrap pile the other day. And, right. you know, they referenced that. You know, the cost of containers are sky high. It's crazy. They, you know, they got uh, storage fees and things like that that they're hitting these people with. And Tim, uh, I talked to him months ago. And he's like, hey, I had a container just sit here, you know. Right. Uh, well, I may be, sorry, I may be mixing that up with Flex. One of those guys, they had a container get caught up in the dock, and you know they're paying daily storage fees. Oh yeah. And well, let me make it customs real- when customs grabs a container and says, "Hey, we gotta inspect this container." They're having to pay for that stuff 
you know. Well, let me make it easy numbers for you. So say you're going out of pocket $120,000 and you have to wait 120 days to get paid on that $120,000 that you went out of pocket. Yeah. Whether you're making 5%, 10%, 30%, whatever the fuck the, the percentage is. Dude, there's not enough you're going, for medicine in the world. Absolutely for that. <laughs> not, dude. Exactly, exactly. I go out of pocket 120 grand. I got a rifle in my mouth. <laughs> I'm just, you know, it's like, ah, things dude, are bad. You know? Yeah. you know, I swipe the card and buy, you know, $1,900 worth of airframe and I'm like, Oh, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Let me go get the cream, yeah. you know. Yeah, 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 like 2% interest. You know? You're like, oh, I got the fucking cash rewards. It'll yeah. be okay. Yeah, I'm going to be walking, yeah. I'm going to be walking funny for a little while after that one. I'm, you know, I'm lie. yeah, it's, it's nuts but, right now. You know, the fact that he was open about, uh, that cost and, and, and what it's cost them and then, you know, what percentage of it is actually passing on to the customer and that it's only partial. You yeah. know, they're eating the rest of it. Well, and, dude, he's totally transparent. I mean, it's, it's, that's yeah. what you yeah. look for in somebody that you want to do business exactly. with. Exactly. He's letting exactly. you know, man. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I mean, and all these companies are experiencing this. It's not, you know, it's not Super Tim. It's not Extreme right. Flight. It's not Flex trying to charge, make more money. It's, it's legit. Everybody. It's across the board. Yeah, it's, it's across everybody. the board. Everything's yep. going up everywhere, you know? Definitely. And, man, and I'm the worst. I'm a cheap bastard. I'm the guy <laughs> yeah, that's going to bitch about this, you know? Uh-huh. But Meanwhile, I also understand what they're going through. You know, so here's the deal, man. Support these guys because, like I said, this guy is not freaking making, you know, he's not walking around with millions of dollars in his pocket. He's making enough to continue to keep on taking care of us. Absolutely. Well, it's great at events, you know, like he showed up at at Apache Pass and you just walk over and talk to him. You know, he'll just talk to you like anybody else. Sit and chit chat with you. I don't you know, know how I didn't meet this guy at freaking Ice House. I don't know how I didn't meet this guy. Total letdown. Yeah, total yeah. letdown, dude. Yeah, I'm mad I didn't get make it to Ice House at all. So, right. hey. yeah, I was I was hanging at the. Uh, so that just means you have to go to the Joan Hall. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm in, dude. <laughs> yeah. I dude, I've made a lot of stuff this year that I didn't get to make last year. I think I'm making an improvement. Oh yeah. I'm still trying to just get a seat in a van on the way to no- Joan Hall. Right. right. I, I heard I, we're renting renting a van. That's what I heard. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I know how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, let's take a break because these these chicken freaking flats and drums and everything over here kicking my ass. I'm ready to eat. Yeah. <laughs> dude, listen. Speaking of that, Kerry Howard turns on this sweet baby raised buffalo sauce. It's on point. How have you never had sweet baby raised buffalo sauce? I just haven't. How was <laughs> Kerry the first one to turn you on to that? That's like freaking 1987, dude. You're full of shit. You I'm just letting you know. Sponsor of I've the show. I absolutely have that before. <laughs> I don't believe you. You're full Dude, of shit. I'll take a shit on your chest. Whoa. whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Sweet baby Ray just <laughs> checked out. You're out there. Back it up. Yeah, we back it went up. steamer, baby. I've totally oh, been there. We, we had a sponsor of the show until you went there. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Sweet yeah. baby Ray just yeah, checked out. Went downhill. Hit reverse. Thanks a lot. Hit reverse. Hang on. Hang on. Wait. We'll be right back. Thanks, this welcome back is brought to you by Fortitude RC. That's F-O-U-R-T-I-T-U-D-E-R-C dot com. You just code welcome back for 10% off your purchase. Welcome back to D's Nuts and Bolts in your mouth. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it's gone there. So we took a pretty good solid break, man. It was It was cool talking to Tim and everything like that, but man, how many flats and drums did we just knock down? Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh. I think those were four pound packages when there was three of them. Well, there's like three. 
Maybe three left. Yeah. yeah. We no, put a dent in the chicken population. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like a... So that's a pit boss one thousand, and it was full. Did you not run out of pellets during this process? I don't think we ran out. We were we had to resort to carry stash in his airplane trailer. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> had to go rob him out of his grill. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, normally I keep a couple five gallon bucketfuls, but I just didn't have any spares right now. Well, man, it's been a pretty good night. We had drums and flats. I've had more yinglings than I can count. Oh, yeah. I've had quite a few. Dude. Oh, yeah. It's been good. Dude, Kerry Howard is Dude, up at like 1130. It's 11.18 and Kerry Howard still is here. still awake. No I'm looking shit. at him right he now. He is, yeah. Yep. Smiling as always. Look at yeah. him. <laughs> I love it. On his face. I don't know why he wouldn't take a microphone. I don't either. This is the only dude, so we have asked tons of people to be on this show. Everybody says yes. Kerry Howard is the only dude that has ever turned anybody down. It's a right. microphone, not a dick. Don't take it so hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can almost hear him giggle on that one. Oh, that was amazing. I tried. That made me so happy. <laughs> Nice. That was just, I don't know what to say after that. <laughs> He's not saying anything at all. So, hey, here's something we could talk about. So, um, you got rid of a pilot yep. extra. You pulled all of your equipment out, and then Kerry ended up picking this up, and he's putting all his equipment in. How far did you guys get on that today? Done. Done deal. Get ready to fly. We're going to fly it tomorrow? Maybe. Oh, man. I like it. I like it. Yeah. No, it was done deal. So, yeah, Kerry come over. We went and ate lunch, then come back, helped him get everything out of it. Then I had to try to get a little bit of actual work done. He got all the servos put in, engine mounted. Then we set it up. And then everybody showed up right as we were getting it done. Yeah, I showed so, up a little late, man. Well, I mean, <laughs> everyone else showed up. Yeah, I'm sorry. But, yeah. No, we got it done. It one it's of days, the wife threw an audible at me. She's like, you got to pick the daughter up at practice. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I'm leaving. Okay. Yes, dear. <laughs> Absolutely. You're right. I need to do that. Right. You know, it was a test. It was a test. Whether so you passed we were or supposed failed is still yet to be determined. Absolutely. I, I don't know for sure yet. We'll find out. I next mean, according week. to Bill logic, you failed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone else, I don't know. Maybe. But so we were supposed to, so the Tim call, we were supposed to take it 8 o'clock. I showed up here at 8 o'clock, and we had to set all of this stuff up. Yep. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah, we ended up at 8.45, which whatever. Right. He was Sorry, cool about I it, tried, though. man. Yeah, so he was cool about it. So yeah. hour and a half with him on the phone. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's all was... good. It wouldn't be the scrap pile otherwise. Absolutely. Right. Truth. But I, man... In my defense, I worked all day, got off work at five, had to pick up my daughter, had to run by Clint's house, pick up the equipment, and then get here. You really put it in perspective. I think I knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not trying to break like, my arm. Hey, you going to run up here to the Oklahoma City? Y'all going to come up to the show? And, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, meanwhile, like, where's Clint and Larry? Oh, that's too far to go. Yeah. <laughs> here comes Casey at 845. <laughs> So, 
Next time, don't Dude, give me I was no here, shit. I was 8 o'clock. Right, right. Fuck 8.45. I was here at 8 o'clock on the dot. <laughs> I was racing MapQuest, dude. I beat it by nine minutes. I was here at like 7. <laughs> yep. Dude. It sucked. I had to work. I had to go pick up a kid after practice because my wife had to work late. It's crap. I got here at 10.30. A.M. A.M. Correct. Yeah, I was about to yep. say He's not wrong. No. So you yep. didn't even work today, did you? Yeah. Kinda. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> He's not wrong, but he doesn't count because he won't talk into the mic. Well, He's we, like, uh, well, basically the work I did was put my mouse around an oscillating fan so it would turn back and forth and keep my screen open so everybody at work thought I was doing something. No, no, no. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I submitted a few invoices, answered some emails, went to a meeting. I took care. Went and got a free lunch at Rib Crib. That's nice. Nice. Yeah. Perks of contractors. Right. It was a good time. <laughs> did you take care with you? Yeah, I did, yeah. Uh, he gets like, free lunch too? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I. <laughs> So I've got he finally is like, hey, he's like, I don't do corrosion work. <laughs> yeah. And that guy's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Already paid. Oh, my. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> I would do it. I mean. Man, I've got a buddy of mine. It's a, it's a, man. So what he does is he builds, you know, uh, custom power chairs and stuff like that for people that are, you know, in need of such. And dude, we've been hanging out drinking beer at his house at like 11 o'clock at night and he'll get a call to have to go adjust something. He goes, well, I'm on call. You want to go with me? We're drunk as shit. Going and setting up power chairs for people that, oh, it's a little dude. out of adjustment. I can't feel my left ass cheek, you know, and dude, have we I go got... out there and adjust it and it's all good. We've been wasted and Rem- fucking gone to that. Remind stuff. me amazing. of that after we stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got a story for you. <laughs> got a story for you. It's crazy, man. Yeah. So we've been hanging out, and he's on call. And we, dude, I've showed up with this guy on a lot of stuff that I should not be at. You know? Yeah. Oh, uh, I've got story of a lifetime. Yeah. I'm just saying. No comment. About, it was about 12 years ago, maybe. Well, let's put 11, 12 years ago. And the customer thinks that I'm a colleague. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. Touch this. Don't <laughs> touch that. Wash it. Have a good night. You know? <laughs> no, oh, it was a uh, yeah. <laughs> definitely remind me of that later. It was worth it. It'll oh, be man. worth it. Trust me. But uh, this sounds like something that might need to be on the show. No, very, very, very no. No, you have to be if you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. And y'all won't know. He's gonna tell me. I'll put it in the show notes. Read down. It's gonna be good. Nah, you'll quit nah. typing. You'll get bored. And you'll be like, no, fuck it. <laughs> hey, dude, maybe we should like start like another deal. Like, if you're a supporter of the show, maybe we'll give you some of these insights. Oh yeah, like I sound like fans, a marketing right? guy. No, right no, no, there. like uh, like, like, only fans. like so, so that yeah. is something I thought about. So I listened to uh, I listened to the Fighter Pilot podcast, and they do a lot of Patreon stuff, right? Stuff like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe if we pursued that. Dude, we do have some supporters. and Man, this is something <laughs> I don't think I've ever talked about on any of the shows. So, um, Brenton Bowker is always, since the beginning, has taken care of us. He sends us a donation every month. And then, wow. um. He also is a moderator. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I he felt, mo- he's I felt, a, 
he dude, answers. He's, he's he, way he, badass at it. Yes, yeah, so he answers all Touch of that stuff. Of like, member of uh, so and so got reported. Yep. Yeah, allow. Allow. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Oh, it's the poop emoji. Yeah, quit getting offended, Karen. It's okay. Yep. <laughs> There's only been one that's like, uh, yeah, we should probably. Yeah, I remember that one. That one was a little rough. That one was a little rough. <laughs> Thank you, Eric Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> that was him, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely it was. Yeah. I guarantee you he knows exactly which one we're talking about. Right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, eh, yeah. that's pushing the limits of what I'm comfortable with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've been on the Facebook page, you know. Dude, that dude is sitting there going, See, oh, that made you uncomfortable? Let me show you this. Yeah, right. right. Oh, that's all that is. <laughs> Patreon Boy. using them big words like they're trying to church up their OnlyFans page. Same thing. It's only friends. Yeah. <laughs> no joke. You ever seen the RC Scrap on OnlyFans page? Nah, you should check it out. I'm good, man. It's, <laughs> it's all Jason Hill. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. And Gary Howard. He was sitting on the couch. <laughs> wait His a minute. His hands make him look big. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Enormous. Yeah, enormous. Reindeer. 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 <laughs> oh, jeez. We should probably call this before it gets too crazy. Oh, reindeer. Man. Reindeer. I'm sorry, Jason and Carrie, for that last comment. Oh. It was the alcohol. It was not me. Oh, man. Carrie is really drunk right now. Dude. Yes, look, it's eleven thirty, and he's he still up. Make it. He's he just ain't gonna make it. That's amazing. He ain't gonna make it to midnight, though. He's gonna make it. To watch it. <laughs> he's you know, boy. I'm really kind of disappointed. I really wanted to record when we called Larry, so everybody else could hear the hello, <laughs> hello, hello, yeah. hello. You should call him back. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, it's only eleven twenty-seven. It's up to you, Carrie. It's only. He's probably still up, man. It's eleven twenty-eight. Is that right? Yes. Now he'll Here. only answer if Carrie calls oh. him. Yeah, he won't answer if I call him. Come on, Carrie. He's got to call his bestie. Come on, see, dude, Larry's my I'll boy. I call that dude, he don't answer because he knows I talk too much, and it's going to be a thirty-minute phone call. Exactly. Uh, he called me out last week, so I'm damn sure not calling him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that guy. He won't even listen. He won't even hear this. Absolutely, he won't. That's what's funny about it. Oh yeah, it's a miracle. So everyone else should just get, people that do listen should just give him shit. Oh yeah. What if we gave like all the listeners a mission to like bombard his inbox with like I don't know dumb shit or something? Because he won't know about it. He'll just be surprised. Like, why am I got an inbox full of dude? Yeah, I would be cool know. with ten people doing it. Give that his phone This is why he needs a microphone. Right. Right. Knows I know. We are totally hiding Larry's phone number in the show notes. You find it, you text him, it'll be good. It'll be in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Carrie so, just said he dang. likes dick pics. So, Whoa. Larry texts me almost daily now with TikToks of oh, yeah. amazing asses. Yeah. <laughs> like... They're they're way too much for Carrie and Kirk, but they're right. I, I like them. Like hey, them. I think Kirk's been turned around a little bit. I think Maybe. Carrie's the only one. He surprised me this week. He's the yeah. last Mohican, huh? He's the last Mohican. That's it. Yeah. Not, going there. <laughs> <laughs> Not going there, huh? 
Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, what are we doing? Not real sure. We got to end this, man. I'm. T- I can't. I can't do it anymore. You're way too drunk. Huh? I'm drunk. It's bad. But it was a good time. Should we thank our sponsors? Absolutely. Who are they? Here, you name one, I'll name one, and we'll try to get through this list. RMJ Machine Works. Yep, RMJ Machine Works. Fortitude RC. Holy smokes, Kirk Sider. Smoking Oaky, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Kendall. Yes, sir. OMP Hobby. Buddy <laughs> RC. Cool. I got two. Your turn. Eight power <laughs> batteries. ZDZ engines. Oh, oh we got oh, two. Threw it in there, dude. Show off. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who else? You guys ready? You know who it's not? Joe Vermillion, Balsa USA. Oh, oh it USA, actually yeah. is Joe Vermillion. Yeah. I was going to say it's not HH, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Clint. <laughs> yeah. Could have been Horizon Hobby. <laughs> oh, TJ, that's a cool new job move. Yeah, oh, Clint said fuck Horizon Hobby. Okay, we'll stop there. <laughs> hey, congratulations on your new placement. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I want to say a special thanks to Northwest RC, Super Tim. Absolutely, yeah, dude. Yeah. You know? yeah. Check his stuff out in the show notes. I'll have links and everything to that, man. You Absolutely. Need customer service, priority one. He's going to take care of you. Man, if you're looking for an extreme flight or a uh, you know, Skywing, that's probably your dude. Biggest thing is to support the, the small guys. Yeah, you know, right. everybody, yeah. Every one of our supporters, they're not huge corporations. They're not Amazons. They're not Walmarts. No, they're doing this because they love to do it. Right. They're not Tim, make, and Tim they're not and his like family pocketing money, man. Some yeah. of the best in the industry. So. Oh yeah, but That's you right. know the same goes with Bjorn and Jason Duran. Yeah, all these guys. Absolutely. You know Jason Reddish. We didn't mention him, but no, nope. right. You know all these guys are just doing it because they enjoy it. Absolutely. You know. So. Man, even Jay's man, JTA Innovations. I just saw their Black Friday deals yep. going up now, man. That's something, yeah. something you might need to go hit up, man, if you're looking for a little foamy. Oh yeah, yeah. Jason, uh, John, and Casey were on last. Uh, was no, it was the show before last, wasn't it? Was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely check those out. It's, uh, uh, it's actually getting into uh, indoor flying season. So true. definitely, if you're looking for an indoor plane, I would hit up JTA. Uh, and then also uh, Super Tim, he sells a lot of the multiplex indoor stuff. He definitely does. So hit those guys up. You know, yeah, I got personally love extra, the little extra three thirty. Yeah, extra three hundred. What was it? Three thirty SC. Yeah, I think I got so. The blue one. Yeah, that, that sounds righteous, right. dude. I, I'm. I got my eyes on that funny cup still. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I've seen them. They're awesome. Yep. I don't know if it's official, but I'm going to throw uh, Corey Mather and Designs in there. Oh, oh yeah, CM Designs. Yeah. Well, man, Tomas Wheeland at Legend Hobby, man, he carries oh, a lot yeah. of Corey's stuff. And, man, so we may or may not be working on a little YouTube video for some Legend Hobby stuff. So. Yeah, we definitely got to mention uh, Tomas, yeah. Yeah. he, Dude, that guy is, is is one of those dudes for the hobby. Another one of those labor love kind of things, man. It's not like he's Speaking killing it. This isn't his day job. Speaking of that, uh, Tommy Mathern was commenting about the B-17. Yeah. I've seen a little bit of a... Uh, so I guess R- there's a uh, prototype out there somewhere. R&D is still going down. They want to make sure it's right before they release it. But right, it, right. it's it's in some hands. It's getting worked on and trying to figure out the ins and outs. So, Yep. Yeah, I saw, uh, I think Fuck it was earlier care. today. <laughs> How about that? How about that, Kerry? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Carrie's still awake, oh, and yeah. he just got to fuck hey, you. Carrie, yes. why don't you get us a beer? 
<laughs> Show me how you eat them chicken wings again. Yeah, you will play this game. Yeah. So, so <laughs> what's funnier, Kurt Sider doing holding his? Well, what are we even going to call that? I don't Kurt, even know. It was Kurt being Kurt. He's like, oh, oh, oh yeah. All right. So if you've seen the picture of Larry Daniels standing behind Kurt Sider, what's funnier? Watching Kerry Howard eat chicken wings or Kurt Sider walk around. <laughs> I would have to say both are equally great, dude. Oh I want to see God. them both okay. in the same week. Well, if you can imagine the Queen of England eating chicken wings, that's what I would imagine Kerry <laughs> <laughs> looked like tonight. Okay. And, and, and can you imagine? So you've seen, uh, If you've seen Ricky Bobby when he won his first race and he's like, I don't really know what to do with my hands. Yeah. That's Kurt Sider walking around. He's like, yeah. I don't really know what to do with my hands. So he's got T-Rex arms. They're just like locked oh, in right in oh, his shoulders. Oh, you got corn chips? I love corn chips. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to go rummage through this trailer. I'm surely they got shit, chips man. in here. That is my brother right there, dude. That is my brother. Dude, is so great. We locked eyes. He's like, dude, we are the same people. Yes, we are. This is great. What did Don Hockle say? Something, it was Saturday night at Ice House. He's like, I finally found, found my people. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. It's hard to find motherfuckers don't give a shit like this. Yep. I'm just saying. There's a few of us in the crowd that gives a shit. If you know, you know. Yeah, dude. Oh, we just hit two hours. Yep. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and call this, man. Thank you guys for listening. Um, always check the show notes. We got discounts and deals in there to help you guys save a little bit of money. Use our affiliate links. It helps us out as well. Become a supporter. Check us out, man. Leave us a leave us a what is that? A review on iTunes. That would mm-hmm. be great, man. Take the time out. Dude, I don't even care if it's a two. Just do it. Yeah. I mean, it can only be a four anyway. Right, right. That's it. Yeah. That would be funny, dude. We're like so happy that we're rated a four. We're like, fuck, that's perfect, dude. Four is awesome. Well, if they rated a four, then that means they're an avid listener. Absolutely. Well, we're at a five right now. We have absolutely perfect reviews. I just want more because I'm that guy. Uh, <laughs> I agree. Well, man, you. I feel the need to go leave a review. I know you did. How many times did you count there, Carrie? Yeah, where's uh, where's your notepad there, one ten, man? I love absolutely. It's a great word, man. Mm-hmm. You yeah. guys have a great week. We'll see you next time. See ya. Don't suck.